0: I say I am emperor
1: 3 4 3 4 3 4 3 4
0: You're listening to Emperor and Highlander in the Emperor's Court on First World Productions and Original Media for Gamers. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Emperor's Court from the banks of the Cuyahoga, to the shores of Lake Erie, from Cleveland, live tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Cleveland, Ohio, USA, this is the Emperor's Court at our new time, 6 9 p.m. Eastern, I'm glad you can join us here on Original Lady for Gamers and Versed World Productions, of course, I'm your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander,
2: always a pleasure, and now for three hours, sir, always three hour God a help pleasure. us all, three hours of radio excellence, actually,
1: I'm going to take off my damn headphones, so I don't need them, Because our intros are over. Uh, Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, here's
0: how you can get in contact with us. Here's how you can get in on the discussion. Join us in IRC at irc.mmoirc.com, channel OMFG, and irc.quakenet.org in channel WC Radio. You can also email the guys at emperor1g at cox.net. See, I said it actually, have her do it.
1: That way I don't have to repeat all that nonsense and it's at the click of a button. Now we've got it all here so people can just join in the show.
2: And you don't have to pretend to forget it or whatever you always tend to do from time to time.
1: It was a cool gimmick, but at this point, it's just... I'm willing to put the entertainment off to the side for convenience, and that's certainly what it is. There you go. Uh, Quite a bit has happened, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, it's a worst-case scenario for me. Really? The absolute worst thing that could have happened has happened. The absolute worst? Yes. StarCraft beta has been released... It's been released. On Wednesday with Napoleon Total War releasing on Tuesday of next week. Uh Uh-oh. I got five days difference between the two, and I don't know what the hell I'm going to do.
2: I'm assuming you're going to be working 90 hours a week to pay for all these uh, games you're going to be Well, I mean, the
1: beta, I I obviously don't have to pay anything for the beta. I got in there for free. Okay. I got to tell you, though, I was starting to freak out a little bit there towards the end for whatever reason. Uh, I had not gotten my key yet, and it was starting to aggravate me. Really? For those who were actually in there, I think it was Wednesday night during the donut shop. Everybody started getting their keys, and I think Dustin and I did not have ours, at least originally. Uh huh. and i oh i was so pissed i was fuming really well you see in typical blizzard fashion they didn't actually notify anybody as to how they were doing things so i had no idea if they were sending them out in waves if everybody got them at once i saw everybody around here getting their beta keys and i'm like who are these talentless hacks and i see these friggin' forum rats are getting their keys and i'm getting nothing i was crying i was throwing things really i kicked the dog
2: I-, I may have punched a baby. You, I'm not quite sure, actually. Did you threaten to poison Blizzard um, <laughs> unless they gave them your uh, your beta key? Of course, that goes again. I want all that. your beta keys, and then it will give you the antidote to the poison. Okay, I'm never going to live that down, am I? The fact that I tried poisoning, uh, no, poisoning Santa Claus. No, the fact you tried poisoning Santa Claus, no. I don't think that's a livable down offense.
1: Uh, one of our show contributors, Little Rex... Who is Eva Who recorded that cool intro? We'll be using actually tonight. Wants a birthday shout out. Apparently, he turns fourteen tomorrow. So, little Rex, wow! Congratulations,
2: buddy! You're you're well into puberty. You're becoming a a young man. A young man, you're going to start uh, finding hair growing in places you never knew grew. And your your voice is going to sound like oh my god! You're, you're going to start thinking about girls an awful lot. Well, or well, no, voice. you're you're a gamer, so you probably won't be thinking a lot about girls. But well, you have been uh, thinking a
1: lot about them. You're just not going to be able to talk to them, approach them, look at them, or touch them. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. So, shout-outs to Little Rex who turns 14. Congratulations. Woo! But, anyways, going back to the StarCraft thing, at least when it... <laughs> you son of a bitch, <laughs> I said I'm 14. I said that! I, yeah, it's, I heard you say 14. It's right there on the screen. One in a, one a four. Anyways, the bottom of the line is, I woke up yesterday morning, about 6 o'clock, getting ready for work. I'm like, alright, just for the hell of it, because I was going to send off a, a really nasty, the profanity-laced, tirade email to Blizzard. One, because they never announced me as the winner of that damn shoutcast contest. There was a shoutcast contest? I could have swore I've mentioned this before. I, I, I think I have. I, I would have remembered a Shoutcast contest uh, if there was one. All right, back in 2009, uh, about May or June, I was uh, announced as the winner of the uh, World of Warcraft Shoutcast competition 2009 for their arena season.
2: Are you serious? Yeah, absolutely. Well, if, if, if you were the winner, you must have won
1: something then. It's a fact I did. Actually, it was a beta key that I won, two right. beta keys, and this cool 30-inch still ultra-sharp monitor. Holy smokes, that's the biggest monitor I've ever seen. And i got to tell you this. What? StarCraft looks bad ass at 1600 by 1200 resolution good lord that's (laughs) that's that's amazing
2: i can see the blood flex on my arrow (laughs) no i'm thinking of warcraft sorry but i i
1: did get my key i woke up and i i checked it out and i opened up and you're like this is your starcraft beta welcome to the starcraft beta i'm like all right time to go to work (laughs) so Uh, i had to wait till i got home i got home i loaded it up and I'm about thirty percent through loading, and then all of a sudden I get this message from Atlas, who's the uh, new CEO of uh, Original Media for Gamers, and he's like, amp. I'm like, "What? We're going to stream video tonight. We're going to be the first ones." I'm like, "We're not the first one streaming video. Kotaku was doing it the same night it came out." No, no, get this. We're going to commentate. We'll be the first commentators. All right. Well, kind of. I mean, I've I've seen commentary from Blizzard itself on StarCraft Right, 2, but right. I think this is for the – I mean, since the beta was released. Anyways, right. It's like, right. all right, so I'll do it. It's like, no, no, we're going to give you, a, we're gonna give you a, somebody to work with. I'm like, what? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm a solo guy. He's like, no, no, hear me out. We're going to put you with Kyle from the donut shop. I'm like, ah, screw it. I'm like, no, done. Not me. Not now. Not ever. Fix your mic. It just went down because I hit the t- – Actually, uh, he ended up broadcasting with me. He did pretty good. He did all right. So it went so well, in fact, that it's kind of a plug. Tomorrow night. Actually, I'm sorry. Sunday night. Not tomorrow. Sunday. This coming Sunday. I think that's, what, the 20th?
2: Something like Whatever that. Whatever the yeah.
1: hell it is. From 6 to 11 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be streaming live video with commentary of StarCraft 2's live beta. There it is, Dablin, who's in the uh, IRC channel this evening. And of course, you guys got all the info from Mystic Mim earlier as to how to contact us. Nick says he's watching the Olympics. No, 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 no. We'll get to that here in a minute. But um, I believe Kyle from the Donut Shop will be doing six to nine. I will be doing from nine to eleven.
2: So you're you're not broadcasting together as a team. No, nope. more you're splitting it up half. An
0: hour.
1: Yes, because I, there's no way I'm going to go five hours because I I did a show last night for two hours. Right. I'm doing a show today for three. Right. On Sunday I'm doing broadcasting for two, and then I get where you and I are filling in on Fragged Up, which is Pride Show, on Monday from oh, 7 that's 9 right. Eastern. What do we have to do for that, anyway? I have not a damn clue, because what you is, couldn't force what me to Fragged listen to it. What does
2: Fragged Up mean in the first place?
1: I'm guessing it has something to do with a frag grenade. Okay. You couldn't pay me to listen to that, but... Wow, your microphone keeps dropping for some reason. Yeah, I, I don't know why. i got an idea. We should put something underneath that when we get to our first break. All right, I think we'll do that. Anyway, so I, you're going to get a lot of Emperor and Highlander here over the next few days, but on Sunday, we will be streaming live video of uh, the be- StarCraft 2 beta, and I will be giving commentary to it. I don't think we'll have any of the top-notch tier talent, but we'll grab whatever scrubs we can find and do it. I'm sure it'll all work out. See, one of the things is that uh, there's no observer mode in the game, so you have to kind of trick the game in th- into allowing you to observe it. So, Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's kind of how that's working.
2: Well, I'm, I'm sure once it actually comes out, it'll have an, an observer mode. What are you looking for?
1: Uh, I'm looking for something to put underneath that. Maybe that the, right. the, the, the Clotta thing there. Put that underneath it or or slide it inside. Oh, is that
2: one of those ring things? Yeah, I got a bunch of this stuff from uh, Mystic Men for
1: Valentine's Day, a bunch of Irish things. She got me a sign I'm hanging up at work that says uh, uh, Master Use of Blarney or something along those lines or knows how to use Blarney. So there you go. Anyways, Stranger says, Hey, Amp, I realize you probably won't or don't want to do this, but I would love a shout out for turning 17 on the 18th from Stranger. All right, so stranger, one year closer to being a man under the
2: law. I don't talk to strangers. So no, I, I don't. I, I, I have nothing to say. <laughs> nothing to say. You too. Keep your candy and your birthday gifts. I want none of it. <laughs> Crap.
1: Anyway, so obviously StarCraft 2 is the talk of the town, having come out on Wednesday. Everybody's talking about it, except Pride, who didn't get a beta key. Oh!
2: I, truth be told, I didn't get one either. So.
1: Well, you didn't go to BlizzCon, and you didn't no. win any contests. And I don't think you even opted in for it, did you? No, I didn't opt in for Well, it. then stop your crying. Who I didn't it? cry about it. You could put that underneath sideways is what I'm saying. You know, maybe through there, and that'll prop up the microphone. Oh, uh, we'll just go like this. Okay, it's we'll fine. wait till the break, and then it's we'll fine. fix it. It's fine. Okay, so we have a bunch of stuff to get through. Um, Starcraft two obviously is going to take up a chunk of this. I want to give my first impressions of it. Um, uh, we've got actually two topics, one of which I, I can't claim credit for. It's something we've talked about in the past, but only in passing. And oddly enough, I actually got it from listening to DJ Wheat's show. Last Did you really? Week. Yes. Um, and they were kind of passing glance, or they, again, they were, it was a, a parting glance on their end. They were talking about um, companies that are giving out special items, additions, or novelty items to people who buy a game from a specific retailer. Okay. And I got some thoughts on that because it's not as cut and dry as aesthetic stuff, it's actual game altering, game breaking items. And All I have right. some examples. Um, I know you've got your opinions on that. We've talked about it off the air, so yep. we'll get to that. And the other thing is that there has been rumors abounding, uh, I've been talking to legal tender and a couple other players who have come across this, is that there are rumors that in the future, uh, especially Halo Reach which is getting ready to go into beta in the not too near, near distant future, will be have a pay to play service. So in addition to paying Xbox Live, they will also have to pay to play a- or Halo online. Now again, that's con- I mean it's rumor right now, so take it with a grain of salt. Right. But this is a trend we've been seeing is that these gaming companies are trying to gouge us more and more and more. So I don't find it out of the realm of impossibility that a lot of these games be moving towards a a subscription basis. So I want to bring that up, too. That's to me, is a hot topic. Okay. Especially going forward. But before we get to all of that, there's another bigger game going on. Yes. An absolute disaster of a game. A disaster of a game? I Actually, uh, we're talking about the Winter Olympics here uh, in Vancouver, Canada. And as it happens, uh, today they announced or mentioned that the company that's running the Olympics, the Whistler Corporation, or whatever it's called, Whistler, you know, Whistler Canada, Vancouver, Mm -hmm. has been foreclosed on by the bank. Really? They're $500 million in debt. They were not able to make a payment on it. So all the Olympic Village, all of the equipment, everything has been foreclosed on by the bank. I did not hear that. Has there been an Olympics that has faced this much disaster from from the start? Hell, before it started, as this one, I cannot think of an Olympics that have been more of an embarrassment than this.
2: Uh, the only one that I think would come to mind would be the nineteen thirty six Olympics in oh in uh, Germany in, in Berlin, Germany. Yeah. Yes,
1: but even that, I mean, I it went from making fun of the Canadians and, and laughing at this part to now I just feel sorry for the poor bastards. I mean, nothing has gone right for this.
2: Well, I I will say when it started. Um, for one thing, the Winter Olympics had no snow, and I think that was a pretty laughable thing. Yes, there was no snow at the Winter Olympics, <laughs> and I know how much you say global warming is not happening. It but isn't. Uh, but um, you know, if you're going to say global warming is not happening, then I would like to know where all the snow went.
1: Yes, the, archive, the Winter entire Olympics, country, 49 of the 50 states has record snow this year, but there's global warming. Right. Right. Yeah. Except they're having One. alternating okay they're having alternating snowstorms and rainstorms. So it's not like they're not getting snow, it's not getting it where they need it. So go on, you want to talk Olympics.
2: Yeah, I was I was kind of surprised. I um am, I'm not saying that I'm a huge fan of the Olympics. It's okay I to am. watch. I am a big Olympics guy. Um mainly because I don't really care for the sports that are in there in the first place. I mean, if if I really cared about the luge and I cared about speed skating and all that kind of stuff, then I would watch it on a regular basis. And even though you only see it once every four years, to me that doesn't really whet my appetite for it. It just means that it's not a good enough sport to watch on a regular basis. So why should I watch it now?
1: Well, it, you know, a lot of these sports are not watched on a regular basis in this country. I mean, like the Netherlands, they go you know ape crap over speed skating. Sure, all things. sure. You know, the Canadians are,
2: are big on their hockey and and other sports. Well, so here in America as well. I mean, even though we live in Cleveland, we're not big into hockey because there is no major hockey team in town. But right. A now, lot of, a lot of, but I will say... In defense, I was flipping through the channels... Before you get started, I
1: have to get this in. Before I have to interrupt. Okay. We may not care about losers, but I know what they care about.
2: Um, Giant metal poles. Giant metal poles. Wow. I'm going to let you make that joke. Too soon? No? All right, go ahead. Okay. So anyway, I was flipping through the channels, and uh, here in America, uh, the Olympics are on every single NBC channel. So you can flip through NBC, CNBC, MSNBC, When they're not interrupting it for people, women, or some other nonsense, but go ahead. So anyway, what... So I flipped through it and I hit C N B C and I saw this game on here and I'm looking at it and it dawned on me that this was curling. Yeah. They had curling on television. Shuffleboard on ice. I watched it last time. I, I couldn't get away from I it. I have to tell you, I, I actually enjoyed watching the curling. Yeah. And I I I didn't know how to react to that. Like should I should I hate myself for being a big nerd? I hate you. For watching You're a nerd. I mean, look what you're doing. Well, who's, who's, who's the bigger fool then? Me or since this is your show? You're the one that said, like, dude, I like this radio thing. Let, let's do this radio thing. Right. I was, Go ahead. That's why we call the Emperor's Court. That's anyway, right. so um, I was really surprised at how much I enjoyed watching it. So much so that I even, while I was watching it, went online to like a curling website. To find out the rules. To find out the rules and what done they are talking about. Been there, done that. Yeah, like they pitched the break and the hit the line. And like What are they talking about? Like put the guard up and... So I started watching it. I was watching the men's and the women's. Right. I I mean, they're both really interesting to me. Obviously, I think the, the U.S. has yet to win. They, they've been pretty compelling I, matches. I
1: watched most of the game last time between them and Switzerland, and I thought uh-huh. they were winning. I turned it off because I was doing something right. else. But I, I got to tell you, when they were in Italy, Inter in turn Italy last time, uh-huh. I, I mean, they went for the bronze. I mean, the U.S.A. won the bronze. Right. I must have watched like four or five of their matches. I couldn't get away from it. I'm
2: like, i I, it's cornhole it on done. ice, yeah. It's with sticks. It's really, it's really fun. I mean, and I think what, what appeals to me the most is the fact that you don't have to be some great athlete to be a curler. Like, for example, the guy who's the captain of Team USA, right? He looks like a schlub. He probably is. He he looks like he looks like he's about 20, 30 pounds overweight, homeless, probably you know working at the supermarket as a bagger or something like that. But yet he's he's an Olympic athlete. And he's when I mean when you think of an olympic athlete you think of someone you know younger in the prime condition right and then here along's this class guy athlete. He, you know he's got kind of like a you know double chin going on and all that kind of stuff like this that's an Olympian so i think that gives me some hope that perhaps i too could be an Olympian someday <laughs> If he could do it, if he could throw a rock down an ice thing, why Why can't I? Except for the fact that there's nobody in Cleveland that plays curling, and there's like one ice Oh, Au contraire, there are multiple places that you can curl in Cleveland. I looked it up.
1: Yes. Okay, that took it a little further. See, Crispin's like, and he Crispin brings up a good point. He says, Norway won something a few years back, and now curling has actually got some coverage. Well, it's the same with the United States. Before the United States won the bronze in Italy... No I mean, one you know, in this country even
2: heard of curling. And then if you heard about it, you just sort of made fun of it. Yeah, like, like, yeah, curling, ice, <laughs> whatever. But I started watching it, and I got hooked. It's the only sport, I'm, the only thing I'm watching now. The only really? Olympic sport I'm watching is curling.
1: The Clanwin 1G Olympic curling teams has led shadow. Nice. Members of the uh, emperors, the call to the emperor here, are, are strewn throughout the IRC channel, I see.
2: <laughs> but continue. So, I mean, if, if, if you've not watched curling and you have no idea what we're talking about, Imagine, okay, there's like a long, narrow, almost like, imagine like, like a bowling alley with uh, ice on top of it. And at the end, instead of pins, there's like a bullseye. And you take this big, giant granite stone with a handle on top of it, and you get on your knee, and you kind of like, you push yourself forward, and you slide forward, and then at a certain time, you let the stone go, and it keeps going down the alley. right. And then you've got two guys that are on your team with, like, brushes or whatever, like, They're waxy They're like squeegees. Yeah. They're like squeegees. And what they can do is as the stone's coming down, they can, like, wipe in front of it to try and, like, move the – that's why it's called curling because you can make the stone curl around things by, you know, like, brushing it or squeegeeing, you know, right in front of the path of the, of the stone. Right. And what you do is you, you keep throwing stones. And you got one guy playing
1: defense. There's It's a four-man team, if I remember right. Because you got one guy who's playing defense when the other team throws or pushes their little thing. Remember the other guy? Okay, if your team is pushing, oh, yeah box, yeah, yeah they can, like, can uh, hurry up and... Yeah, yeah.
2: they can, like, if, if a stone's moving, they can also move their little squeegee thing, too. But you can't touch the stones. Only the stones can touch the other stones. So you throw a bunch of stones... And then whoever's stone is closest to the center, kind of like darts, or whatever you want to call it, right? Uh, they get the points, and they get the points for however many are like within the certain circle, and then that's one end. And you play ten ends, and whoever has the most points wins. It's like innings, and then each, and you
1: can try and knock the other guy's stone out of it. I don't want to make yeah. the show entirely about curling, but no, it's, no, but it, it's it's mesmerizing. It's, I mean, yeah. you're looking, and it's like. Jesus, I can't stop watching it. I can do that.
2: You can do that. Yeah. He,
1: start, he starts strategizing, and I, I remember because I was watching. This Strategy is huge
2: with the curling. And I'm yeah.
1: like, and I, I'm telling I'm t- I'm t- telling him, I'm like, okay, watch this. Okay, he's got to he's got to hook this thing around. He's going to knock out. Oh, he knocked out one rock and it hit a second one. It's like, I am such a <laughs> geek doing yeah, this. Yeah, I,
2: I I was like, I I know I want to bring this up to the show, but like, should I bring it up? Are they going to laugh at me? But now really realize everyone's watching the curling. I, I, I'm in, I'm intrigued by the curling. I really like the curling. Well, I'll
1: tell you what's intriguing to me. Uh, and, I God, I can't believe we are spending the first 20 minutes of the show talking about the Olympics. But it, it's topical. It's a game. Right. And I'll throw a video game in there, just a hell of it. When I was a kid, we used to play on the old NES. I brought this up before. Remember that pad? You could, like, jump on and run on. Yeah, had, but what yeah, you really did was you got your knees and used you used your hands. You got your hands, right. Yeah. Well, that's what we did. And the cool thing was you would take your hand off. You, like, tap it once for your guy to, if you're, like, doing the triple jump, or the long jump. Uh-huh. And he'd jump once, and he'd keep flying until you tapped it again. And then you tap it again, and he j- makes a second jump. You can fly, like, 500 feet, 1,000 feet. <laughs> I, apparently, it never occurred to Nintendo to put this in that it, made it, it didn't make any sense. But I could have it where it jumped, like, like 3,000. I get, we Just for the hell of it, we did it once. Uh-huh. And we just let it running, and it just kept going. Really? I'm pretty sure my guy jumped a mile or so before we finally got tired of it and turned it
2: off. Wow. That is awesome.
1: So, now, there wouldn't ever be a Clan Imperial Guard curling team because I would play no. as a contact sport. <laughs> you gave me a squeegee; I'm going to use it to hit somebody and try and knock them off when they're trying to throw the little rock. But I, the one thing that really intrigues me, and and this is I heard about this uh, in Beijing. Okay. And apparently they did, did it again. <laughs> this time, um, speaking of curling, they actually have curling uh, condoms. Baby. You see, apparently. When you have, like you just sell these world-class athletes in the prime of their lives, the prime of their, of their careers, uh-huh. and you have them all packed in one place, apparently it's a giant orgy. It's a free-for-all. Okay. So at Beijing, they laid in 100,000 condoms, and they ran out. They actually had to order more. Wow. So they laid in 100,000 condoms this year, too, in Vancouver. Okay. Including one that is in, I guess, the packaging is in the shape of a curling rock. Okay. And it's got some kind of funny slogan on it, which I'm not about to read over the air here, considering our regulations. Right. But that – I'm like, if I had known now what I know – if I knew then what I know now, I would have kept playing baseball. I would have said, screw the minors. I'm going to try out for the Olympics, damn it.
2: (laughs) I want to get on Team USA. Hell, with the baseball, I mean –
1: you expect, we I can guess, still
2: do it now. I mean, if you look at it, all, they do is they get on their knee and push it forward. If we win a medal, I mean, you don't it's have like to a be chick like magnet. You can still do that in your fifties, probably. Okay, but that works for me. I
1: don't know that it works for you. And not a thousand. I'm talking a hundred thousand.
2: So <laughs> yeah, I want to try it. I I, I, I want to try. The oh, I want to try too. Try the thousand curling one time. Can, oh, you're talking
1: about curling. Yeah, I'm talking about curling. Yeah, yeah. It, curling. So curling. Curling. <laughs> I mean, you win a gold. You're, you're
2: a chick magnet. i don't you, know. You'd have to be. Well, the, the, there is no pro curling. As I as I've been watching here in the commentary, uh, I can't all, imagine that it's all amateurs. Like in fact, like no, like, yeah, people don't pay to watch curling. No, I, apparently in Canada it's big, but uh, it's all like a big amateur sport. Like there's really no there's no money in curling. You push
1: a rock on ice, and while it may be mesmerizing to watch once
2: every four years. You know what? It might even be interesting to well, play. You see, when you're in Canada and you have snow and ice 11 months do. of the I year, know. you got to get your jollies on something. And Cat Curling d- is it. Catherine
1: Doris is like, I pay video for Amp and Highlander curling. I can curl a couple of weights. How many for, contestants
2: yes. are there in the Olympics? Well, I mean, like teams?
1: Like Seven, curling teams? There's 7,000 athletes in the Olympics. No, right, I think, think oh. you're talking about the, the curling. Well, I think it was. A- okay. I don't know how. Uh, there's four people per team. I have no idea.
2: There's, there's actually six, four with two al- alternates.
1: You got to be kidding me! No, I saw the ultimate. What in case you strain your wrist pushing the rock? Exactly. Wow. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm guessing this is never going to be uh, a professional sport. I just, I no. It's intriguing to me it's to intriguing. watch. I'd want to try it at least once. I'd be willing to try it too. I, I just don't like ice. I don't want to freeze my ass off. Not to mention it. I don't want to play in Canada right now because the frigging their ice is melting. Have you ever heard of people that can't go skating on the ice because there's potholes in the ice? <laughs> Because their environmentally friendly Zambonis keep breaking down and they're not keeping the ice frozen. They had to fly in an old-fashioned, burn-up-the-atmosphere Zamboni from Calgary to get it to work right. Who knew? That's right. All you environmental hippies. Uh, uh, Socks.
2: Global warming. <sighs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I was trying to keep my, trying to keep a civil atmosphere. You do atmosphere. I mean, if we want to do a show about global liberal. warming, we can do that. There is.
1: It's a proven fallacy. It's not a proven fallacy. The hell it is. Oh, right. It's a proven fallacy to Sean
2: Hannity and Glenn Beck, who were morons to begin with. And all those emails they busted out of
1: England, and the fact that the head of the UN's uh, climatology thing just Resigned the fact, in disgrace. The you're right. that NASA, NASA
2: just said that this that last decade was the warmest decade ever, only to find out that their program 2009 was wrong. Was Mecca, second. back me up on this, right? You they know, they were wrong
1: at NASA. They were wrong because the program <laughs> was affected by the Y two K bug. They came out that Whoa, last year and said that.
2: What a bunch of crap,
1: Mecca Hawk. Do me a favor, <laughs> since you are listening to the Ventrilo Channel, I don't have my headphones on. Find that article. We're not going to get into this because I don't want to beat down my co-host politically. But find that article for me and shove it up his ass. Now, speaking of showing things, we have things to get to. We uh, do indeed. StarCraft 2. Okay. I have not actually played it. I got to watch it and broadcast it for the better part of two hours last night.
2: Uh, obviously, since I don't have a beta, I did not play it. But uh, there are several sites that have, have people, uh, they've been playing it and giving their commentary on it. So I've watched it being played quite a bit. So I think I could. I could give a reasonable interpretation of how I think it is.
1: There's a couple things. I I have some first impressions that I want to get to. Um, And there's another topic involving StarCraft II we'll get to a little later. Uh, That kind of ties into one of the bigger ones. But hang on. I am not Kira. Emp acts like they can't be anyone doing bad stuff on the green side? What the hell does that mean? I don't know. All right, moving on. StarCraft II is God's awesome creation. I don't know about that. All right, NH4 saying he watched dozens of hours of stream. Wow. Well, I, it's I haven't been watched it for dozens. two days. <laughs> a day and a half. He's like, I've watched since It came out. I haven't slept in
2: three days. Sleep when you're dead. <laughs> I didn't watch that much of it. I watched maybe about two hours of it, I'd say, which I thought was a lot, but apparently this guy's watched dozens of hours.
1: Having cast for two hours, and I got to watch mainly Terran and Protoss. Unfortunately, I've not seen the Zerg play, which was a little disappointing. I really hoped I would be able to see that. Okay. Uh, having said that, there's a couple things. For one, for those who don't know, if you've played StarCraft 1, StarCraft 2 looks very very similar. In fact, I'd willing to bet or willing to say that there isn't a whole lot of fundamental differences between the two games.
2: No, I, that's really what I was going to say as well, is that really StarCraft 2 is StarCraft with vastly improved graphics, the Warcraft 3 engine and high definition graphics. And essentially to be company. honest, I don't have a big problem with that. Because um, I, I thought that StarCraft was an excellent, excellent real-time strategy game. So, yes, to me, yes. having it in better graphics really isn't that big of a deal. I, I am and I'm
1: not. And my thinking is, it's been a decade and a half since the original installment of the game came out. I would have assumed, or at least hoped, that Blizzard would have taken a chance on on making the game a little different. Uh, to me, it's WarCraft 3 without the heroes, that's exactly how it looks. That's exactly how it moves. Obviously, I'm gonna find out how exactly how it plays. Um, I've I've been noticed there's a couple different uh, uses now for some of their units. They've changed right. a lot of the
2: names. They've changed the names, and there are new units as well. It's not like right. it's a perfect it's not like it's a direct copy. No. They've taken some things out, they've put in some things in. But there isn't a big enough
1: difference between the two and, and you're I think a lot of people agree with you, and a good chunk of of, of my mindset agrees with you as well. Is that mm-hmm. that's fine if yeah. they want to keep it? I mean, why fix what's not broken? Exactly. Yeah, it's the most one of the most successful, if not arguably the most successful RTS game of all time. Right. I mean, it's the so official a, game so sport I, I, of an
2: entire country. I, I can hear a butt coming up. What What is it that you didn't see that you wanted to see?
1: Now, see, that's just it. I think what I wanted to see were. Uh, I don't want to see the same old strategy from the first one being uh, viable in this. I want something completely new and completely different. Uh, There has to be a tie. Like for instance, Warcraft Two is vastly different than Warcraft Three. Yes, the units look the same. You know, some of the units look the same. Uh Yes, some of them have very similar uh, abilities. But the the game mechanics, the game just are completely different. Not just because you have heroes, but because you have creeps. Because you have uh, gold mines aren't as easy to get to. You only have to have five pans as opposed to as many as you can put into a gold mine. Okay. I guess I wanted to see something similar for StarCraft. And not necessarily heroes, but I wanted to see something different other than massing walkers or massing zealots. And you don't necessarily win with those. And And I made the point last night during the cast is that this game will really revolve around combination of arms. Air supporting ground, supporting range. True, yeah. I think if you if you have a balanced army, you should win most engagements. But... Again, it's that intangible something that they could have added, something different that I would have liked. Uh, Again, I'm not too crazy on the whole hero thing. Maybe one, because if you look at it, a lot of the units they did put in are, I mean, carbon copies of Warhammer 40k, of Dawn of War. I mean, carbon copies to the way they look, the way they act, the way they fight.
2: In terms of the Terrans, I I would agree with you on that, yeah.
1: Uh, And the Protoss aren't that much different than the Eldar in a lot of ways. Now, I'm not going to yeah, get into a, a 40k yeah. versus no, uh, StarCrafts. I, I really we'll want be here all. Yeah. yeah. My point. I mean, uh, they've got these um, these units called, I believe they're not the Marauders, but the uh, the Reapers.
2: The Re- I, I thought you were going to talk about the Reapers. Yes. Yeah. Which are which are the new Firebats? As far as what I that's kind of what I saw.
1: Well, the Hellions are the Firebats. Those are the old uh, uh, Raptor vehicles. They now shoot.
2: Oh. Okay. The Hellion okay. shoots
1: the stream of fire. Anyways. I mean, the way you look at it, I mean, these Reapers have, they they fly around on jetpacks. Then they have a jetpack that jumps them up over and drops them down. They even, I mean, the jump packs look like the assault marines from the Dawn of War. I mean, trust me when I tell you, those who have the beta or the next time you're watching a stream, like on Sunday night, if you tune in to OMG stream, Mm -hmm. look at it, watch and tell me they don't look exactly the same. Or tell me the Hydralis doesn't look exactly like the, the, the Tyranids. Again. What I and you know what maybe there's more surprises maybe there's something more dynamic in the first player. I've only seen the multiplayer.
2: Now when did when did Warhammer 40k come out?
1: 1987. Okay. the the, the computer game Warhammer itself. Remember the computer game is just a carbon copy of the tabletop, Right. including the way they look, the way they act, stats, everything. Now the are, Dawn of War came out. I bl- want to say in 2003.
2: Okay. 2004. Now would by that analogy, since Starcraft came out in '97. Do you think that Warhammer copied what No, Starcraft because
1: StarCraft made no bones about the fact that they copied a lot of the Space Marines directly from the tabletop Warhammer. Okay. And they uh, Warhammer had made games that came out prior to StarCraft, but they weren't very good, and they weren't very well, I mean, they weren't specifically spread out, I okay. mean, or uh, um, distributed very well. So, I mean, they were out there, but mm-hmm. the bottom line is it's the same thing with Warcraft uh, Warcraft. Warcraft you know, two, three, that whole universe. It's based on, essentially, I mean, look at it, the Warhammer fantasy. And that's been out since the 70s.
2: Having never played Warhammer fantasy, I, I can't really comment. Green orcs
1: in a horde with axes and tusks and they're green and muscular. Okay. okay they ain't coming from Tolkien. Again, <laughs> we're not going to... Cue the epic music. We're not going to get into that. Okay. I just, and again, there very well could be something more specific. And the first player that we haven't got to, it just, I, and maybe there is more that I've seen, but the people i talk to, what I've seen, what I, I mean, just what I've casted, I, I don't see anything revolutionary. I don't see anything really mind-blowing. Like you said, it's just an upgraded version of the of the original game.
2: Right. And to me, that's not a problem. I don't have a problem with that. I think Starcraft was an excellent game. It's still being played today. It would not still be played if it was not a great game. So if, if all they really did was upgrade the graphics to make it you know, into you know, modern-day, 21st-century graphics, I, like I, I don't want to sound like a broken record, I don't have a problem with that. I love StarCraft. I know that when I get my hands on StarCraft II, I'll enjoy it as well. Being you know why? Because I like StarCraft. And if it doesn't require a huge learning curve to move from StarCraft to StarCraft Two, I think that that's probably a plus rather than a minus. Because then you don't have to worry about learning a whole new set of skills and everything like that in terms of what you have to do, what you have to build, and all that kind of crazy stuff. It'll be a seamless transition from StarCraft to StarCraft Two, which would probably mean increased sales. I would think it would.
1: I think part of the reason, too, they made this as basic and as, and as carbon copy of, of StarCraft One as they could was that – they're billing this thing as one of the more competitive, one of the most competitive online games out there. This thing is tailored to be sent to the WCG or the GGL or whomever to be played on a competitive basis. Oh,
2: well, obviously. I mean, right. considering what happened is the first StarCraft, it, right? It would be logical for them to do that. And by the way, I would also say that uh, I do like the new Battle.net. Have you seen Battle.net 2.0? Yes. I do not. You do not.
1: There's no chat room, dude. There's no chat room at it's, all. It's the beta, though. I'm sure they'll have okay. To Everything I've heard and read is that there's not going to be a chat room. It's just it's not gonna there's not going to be. A gonna be chat a, room? You can create a group thing with okay. your friends. How the hell am I supposed to meet people online to add them to the clan? Add, you know, become friends with them other than the the to Randomly talking, okay, Dick. <laughs> we both log on the BattleNet. I don't know. You don't know me. How am I supposed to find you if I can't, you know, contact you directly? Or if I, you know, I see somebody chatting in the chat room. Maybe I like their strategy. Maybe I like their idea. Maybe they're in, in, in a real ass and I want to take them on and fight them. But there's no lobby. There's nothing. I like the original BattleNet where I could create my own clan lobby. Back in the day, we played Warcraft three. I couldn't even get into my own
2: chat room. It was so busy.
1: It would be maxed out forty people every all the time.
2: I guess I I, I don't see the need for a lobby. I mean, considering there are so many other programs that people use nowadays in order to talk to you, they're like Ventrilo, like to IRC. To clanmates,
1: yes. If I want to set up a match against somebody, how do I go about that? The I gotta find Okay. So I-, I tell you what. You go find a-, a clan you want to match up with. I, I mean, how are you going to do that? How do you find the contact information? I mean, if you want to go on the ladder and look up to see who's who's on you know top of the ladder, all right, now I want to have a scrimmage with this guy. How do I contact him? Because you can't do it through the game. I'm just going to type in their handle and hope that something pops up on Google. I don't know. Uh, That's right. Shrug the shoulders. I don't know. That's right. You don't know. Lance is saying he's heard that it's not activated in the beta. You know what? And that's possible. Although the Warcraft 3 betas had it, both of them had it. Warcraft 3 and uh, uh, the Frozen Throne. I I made a test with both of them.
2: I, I would assume, and of course I'm just saying assuming, that if they're making this big of a deal to make it this competitive multiplayer online experience, that they'll have some sort of mechanism to contact players if you want to talk to someone directly in terms of setting up a match. I just think it would. Because having nothing like that wouldn't make any sense whatsoever.
1: Onan in the chat channel brings up a good point. He says, you need to play StarCraft two and report bugs. That's what a beta is for. And I'll get to that. Not idle chatter and strategy discussions. Uh, okay, for one, I'm not about to say that it's idle chatter because you know we're talking strategies or I'm talking about a bug or an exploit or if I'm talking with a bunch of people about a unit that I think I'm overpowered. Look, if I'm not going to send it off an email to Blizzard about a unit that's overpowered... If there's somebody, and I can mention this to, okay, here, better analogy. When we were playing Warcraft 3, okay, Frozen Throne, all right, there were some heroes or some units that we thought were overpowered. When we had the chat, the clan channel going, because a lot of us had the beta for that game, a lot of us would discuss after a game what we thought about a specific unit. If we were all in uh, you know, agreement that a unit seemed broken or was overpowered or underpowered, You know, then that's reason to send off an email. If I'm talking about it and I have a a bunch of disagreement, then maybe I'm not going to send it off to Blizzard and clog up their inbox with a bunch of crap they don't need. I don't think it's just you know idle chatter to to talk to people in a beta in a chat lobby. So I'm not talking about exploits. I'm you know what exploits are just as bad as bugs. Sure, but I
2: I mean exploits happen in any game, right? And it it ruined the Warcraft beta beta or non-beta. Yes, every game has every game. Someone sits down and figures out the, the raw mechanics of it, the raw mathematics even in some cases, and just try to figure out how to exploit the system that they've been given.
1: So I'm just putting it out there that right now it doesn't have it, and that kind of aggravates me. And they may patch it in later. It may be ready to go on Battle.net 2.0. They just haven't activated and that's fine. I'll wait and see. And we're fine. But you said you like Battle.net 2.0.
2: Why? Um, I just like the whole, I guess I didn't really think about seeing any uh, chats thing, because obviously I was just watching people play, but I, I enjoyed the streamlined access of it all. I know it sounds like a kind of crappy cop know, out kind of thing, yeah. But that was about it. I mean, they didn't. The, from what I seen, they didn't deal too much on battle net. But from what I saw, it seemed to work really well with what they were doing.
1: Uh, some of the units I, lo- I saw last night, which I thought were pretty badass, uh, the Thor. Mm-hmm. Oh, that thing was awesome. The Thor is this giant mech that looks very much like a, uh, a dreadnought from Warhammer 40k. It's big, it's massive, it's a mech, and it's got two giant cannons on its arms.
2: I'm trying to think of what, what that replaced for the Terrans in, in StarCraft. I can't think of...
1: The... Um, I want to say it was the... The uh, Goliath? The Goliath. Okay. I'm going to say the mech. But you can or get... Maybe it. the
2: Siege... Or maybe it's a combination of no, the... Siege Shanks, shanks are there. Oh, okay. Siege Shanks there. Siege shank works exactly this. like the original.
1: Okay. Um, there are no... I don't think there's medics anymore. They've got Marines. They've got uh, Marauders. They've got Reapers. They've got the... I think it was the old raptor which was the uh the valkyrie? speed the, no no not the valkyrie the the, the speed bike. Oh, I know what that you're can talking lay about. The uh, mines. Uh, Wraiths. Yes, that's right. No, that's the fighter that can cloak. That's gone too. That's um the vultures, the vultures, thank Good you. Good lord, thank you. It's been a while. The Wraith, as well as the valkyrie are both gone.
2: Right. They've
1: been replaced. Now there's the Viking and there's the Banshee. Right. The Banshee is anti-ground. And I gotta tell you, I, I saw—I think it was Straza playing last night. When I was casting the game, watching this banshees fly in, just laying waste to anything on the ground. He broke like five or six different assaults on his on Tone Slices base. Really, using nothing but flights of banshees. Unbelievable! It's a—it's an air-to-ground bomber, and it, it can't fight air-to-air. And its you know, well that's—that's that's the weakness part, right? Of that, yeah. Yes, yeah. from we got it. It's the vulture. We, we got it. We got it. We got it. The other thing was the MedVac. The medevac, It's uh, it's a drop ship, but it can heal any units it drops. I mean, any units that are in the area. So right. it works as a drop ship. And I I thought that was pretty overpowered. Now, it could be just that the situations they were being used in um, made it seem that way. But it automatically starts healing anything within the vicinity that's the most injured. Hmm. So I let's say I want to raid your base. I drop eight guys off. I keep the drop ship there. It just doesn't just sit there. It actually starts healing anybody that's being attacked. Right.
2: So then, it it makes it a target. Yes.
1: Yeah. I think they had the uh, oh the banshee can also cloak.
2: Okay. See, I didn't see that in my games. A ground
1: to air bomber that cloaks. Badass. (laughs) Love it. But the the Thor was nasty. This guy had like five or six of them. This marching down literally down the street of the starport. I think it was Uh Lost Temple. Okay. And just shrugging off damage, shooting battlecruisers out of the sky. Oh, it's friggin'. (laughs) Beast of a machine. I loved it. One of the other things I noticed the Terran have is a giant turret that goes on top of their command center now. I do yes. you saw that.
2: Uh, uh I s I, I don't know what the name of it is, but I saw that they yeah. They have a way to, of defending themselves now.
1: Yeah. I saw him uh I saw a couple attacks completely destroyed or stopped butt cold by that one gun turret on top of the command center. Really?
2: Yes. Interesting.
1: Yes. That in and of itself. Dunkirk says he didn't end up like 10 Thors in Dustin's base last night. Uh, something along those lines. Folks, if you don't know what we're referring to, last night Original Media for Gamers um, ran a stream of StarCraft II beta that I broadcast uh, alongside Kylo, who filled in with me for uh, as our color commentator. And we were played a couple matches. We cast in between. It was Dustin and Dunkirk against, oh, what the hell was it? Uh, Atone Slice and Straza. And they played Protoss and Terran. No Zerg. No I want to see the
2: Zerg. There's no Zerg. Um, you know, now I think about it, they didn't really, the two editors that I was watching play, they weren't going to play a lot of Zerg either. So I have to reach all the way back to like way before the beta even came out to talk about the Zerg. But see, I'm, I'm trying to even remember the new units that they have. I, I can't even think of any.
1: Well, at any rate, Lord. back to the um, the, the I, feel so un- I feel
2: so underprepared. Like I should have written all of it down. Well, you know what? I don't have anything on the Zerg either. And... Uh, that's one of the aggravating things. But that's things. what I usually play is the Zerg, Right. So, I mean, I really should be paying attention to all this. I do know that
1: the Overlords now not require an upgrade for them to detect anything. It's not an automatic thing It's not thing an automatic? No. Okay. Um, one of the things, though, that the I've noticed the difference for the Protoss is the fact that their Dragoons are renamed and they're much weaker. They're called Stalkers now and they suck. But they have this cool blinking ability. That I was sh- going to
2: say, yeah, the, the, the blinking ability makes it pretty cool. They can just instantaneously teleport themselves to the... Particular target that they want to attack. They
1: could attack. The problem is they're they're a glass cannon. They, I mean, they do a, a decent amount of damage, mm-hmm. but they die very quickly. They have like ninety shield, ninety hit points, and die very easily.
2: Well, what you do is you you cycle them. You you, you use the blink and you cycle the dragoons. So you you bring there, in is fresh a, ones there is there is a cooldown for that,
1: them. and that's not as easy to do as you may think, especially when you're in the middle of a fight involving four players or more. I'm talking a team game. Okay, I, that's an awful lot of micro that very few people are, at least at a non-competitive level, are going to be able to master. So there is that. Um, they do have, what else did I see last night that was kind of cool? I didn't get to see any carriers. I did get to see their new uh, fighters. They have, it's called the Phoenix now. It's a strike fighter that can only attack air units. It's a superiority fighter. Okay. So they did away with the scout. They did away with the Corsair. And the Zealots they have with the charge ability were kind of cool. Zealots, again, kind of tearing through everything. Uh, that's to be expected.
2: But that, that's what Zealots do.
1: Right. Unfortunately, of the, of the I'm mean, just going based on my observations, I don't want to make any comments about stuff until I've actually played it or seen it done. Mm-hmm. And primarily, the strategy for the Protoss that I saw that being used were mainly Tier 1, which was Zealots and, and Dragoons. And you know what? I'm okay with the Walkers being toned down because I always thought Dragoons were a little overpowered to begin with. Uh-huh. Um, I, I never liked the idea that you can make thirty four 30 or 40 of those and they can attack everything in the air, on the ground. They've got, you know, extra range, decent damage, and they can take uh, a pounding. Right. I never thought that was extremely balanced to me. I'm glad now that they're weaker. I You know, the blink ability, it's a cool novelty, but it's not, not something that's game-breaking.
2: Probably not.
1: The other thing that the Terran had that I thought was kind of useless, and I, I until I actually used it for myself, it's called a mule.
2: Oh, I, I think I know what you're talking about, but go ahead and...
1: So it's a, a, a timed item that you can, or a timed thing that you can build. It's like a giant SUV, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like the old uh, uh, Reaper was for Warcraft Three, that can mine trees really quickly. Same thing with this. This can mine like minerals much, much faster, but it only lasts for a few seconds, and then it blows up. I, I'm yeah, I I've got to imagine that there's an economic uh, positive to this to make this thing to build it. Have it work and then destroy itself for the amount of minerals it can mine in that time.
2: Right. I mean, how how much did it cost to build? Do you, do you That's remember? That's just it. That I
1: don't know. I have not played oh, okay. it. I'm not sure. I'm only going okay. by the observations as a broadcaster. Um, I'm hoping tomorrow night, probably, to get my actually hands on the game and actually play it. Since we're going to nine o'clock tonight here on the Empress Court, I don't know how much time we'll have afterwards. I've had a very long week, and this is a three hour show, and I broadcast last night. I have to do it again Sunday and again on Monday. So not only my voice is going to be dead, I'm going to be tired.
2: Well, having said that, should we move on to another topic then?
1: I think we need to take a break. We've got okay. it's actually seven o'clock now, or darn near. So we're near our normal starting time.
2: We've if, already talked about the Olympics and uh, Starcraft.
1: If we're covering topics left and right. This is fantastic.
0: This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court. He can me any day. Greetings, Highlander. You
2: cold?
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're back here at the Emperor's Court here on Original Media for Gamers and First World Productions. I'm, of course, your host, The Emperor, coming to you live from Cleveland tonight. I'm joined in studio as always by my co-host, Islander. Always a pleasure. As we take off our microphones, or I'm sorry, our headsets now.
2: Yeah, I don't have to listen to myself
1: talk. Once again, that gimmick is not, uh, has remained intact. You didn't bring a headset again.
2: Well, I, why should I bring one if you're going to provide one for me?
1: Because it's a POS. I'm tired of getting it out here, and it's always getting tangled. Bring your own! All right, I'll bring it. It's my, my friggin' headset. I want your ear sweat on my
2: headset my ear sweat
1: i don't know where your head has been
2: my ear let's, sweat. yes ear sweat ear sweat it's, i'm gonna look that up in hot. the dictionary do that all right so we're we gonna do the uh, let's do the yeah let's do the stupid video game stupid
1: moment? video game moment of the week
2: from across the information super highway we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history Alright, all right. what do we got to on tap today? This one's near and dear to my heart. <clears throat> really? Really? Really. Everyone's favorite snarling, testosterone-pumped action hero is late for the party. Actually, he's beyond late. He's missing in action. The police reports have long since been filed, investigated, and given up on. Heck, his wife has had him legally declared dead and moved on with her life. And yet people are still asking, where's Duke Newcomb?" It's
0: time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum.
2: After a successful move to the world of first-person shooters with 1996's Duke Nukem 3D, people were expecting big things from 3D Realm's muscle-bound protagonist. After all, Duke 3D had introduced unparalleled levels of interactivity into the genre. The maps were tightly designed, the gameplay was enjoyable, and the storyline was light and fun to take part in. When Duke Nukem Forever was announced in 1996, speculation ran high over what the Duke team could do in the world of polygons. Thirteen years later... The history of the title reads like a road map through developmental hell. It is. It's a nightmare. Before development even really got underway, five employees dramatically departed to form the company that would later become Ritual. 3D Realms, the creator of Duke Nukem, paid ID Software roughly half a million dollars to license the Quake 2 engine. A year later, it dumped this technology. By the way, a year later, it dumped this technology unceremoniously and paid another half million dollars for the Unreal Engine. Both technologies were on their third major revisions when in 2004, GameSpot reported 3D Realms had switched engines yet again, this time to the Doom 3 engine. Teaser trailers for Duke Nukem Forever were released in 1997, 1998, 1999, 2001, 2004, 2008, and as recently as 2009. While the game neared completion, the funding began to dry up. Having spent more than $20 million of their own money, 3D Realms asked their distributor, Take-Two Interactive, in April of 2009, for $6 million to complete the game. Kiss my ass. Take-Two initially agreed, but then offered $2.5 million up front and another $2.5 million on completion. 3D Realms rejected the counteroffer and on May sixth, 2009, laid off the entire Duke Nukem Forever development team. However, in an interview in January of 2010, 3D Realms stated they planned on using external development studios to actually finish the game, if you believe that. I don't. Meanwhile, all that Duke Nukem Forever has managed to do in its 13-year development is gobble up millions of dollars and win Wired News' Vaporware Award in 2001 and 2002, winning a specially created Vaporware Lifetime Achievement Award in 2003, and after Reader Demands in 2004 put it back into the running and won the Vaporware Award in 2005, 2006, 2007, and 2008, finally retiring the game from the awards because in their words, quote, even the best jokes get old eventually. (laughs) Duke Nukem Forever in developmental hell. Another stupid moment in video game history. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history.
1: You know, it's a shame too because I, I I really like Duke 3D. I played the hell out of the game, the expansion, all the games that came out for. I actually went back and found the like Do Duke Nukem Two and played. It really, 3D. it was awesome. I well, loved
2: it. I, I I love the character of Duke, Duke. Yes, I mean obviously he's a rip off of Bruce Campbell, but I and mean, that's fine. I don't have a real problem with that either. I don't I, think it, he did it's, either. It's hysterical. Um, and I've on researching this, I saw all the different trailers for Duke Nukem over the years. And it's just, I just don't understand what's, you know, why they keep working on it. They keep switching engines and they say they're working on it and then they're not. And then three years later they come out with a teaser trailer and it looks cool. And then you don't hear from them. And I I just don't understand what the problem is. You
1: know, in a way I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. Well, I'm I'm not worried about it
2: either. I uh, was
1: going to say as far as it goes, when they were actually getting the, the, uh, Quake 2 engine was a god-awful engine. I hated the hell out of that game and had Duke Nukem 3 or forever actually come out using that engine, that kind of playstyle, I would not have liked the game. I would not have the fond memories of uh, I have of it. I would have just hated it. Now, I just am reminiscing. I just realized we did not give out the contact info again. This okay. is how
0: you can get in on the discussion. Join us in IRC at IRC.MMOIRC.COM, channel OMFG, and IRC.QUAKENET.ORG in channel WC Radio. You can also email the guys at Emperor1G at Cox.net.
1: If you are just joining us, obviously you're catching the show in the middle of it. We started the show tonight. The Emperor's Court has now moved permanently to 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern here on Versatile World Productions and Original Media for Gamers. I see we have a lot of people strolling into IRC like, why is the show already
2: started? It's not like we didn't tell you we were doing it.
1: Right. Last week. Now, unfortunately, we did have to take the archives down of the show uh, midweek. So some people didn't know. But we did put it on the Twitter. We put it on the Facebook. We put it on the front page of both websites. We put it in both of our forums. Those on the Clan one g forum, Clan one gnet Great. Yeah, yeah, everybody take a drink. It's like we, you're right. It's not like we didn't yeah. make an attempt yeah, like to let like everybody know.
2: Yes, we let as many people know as we can. So
1: mark it on your calendars because we all know your calendars are blank, anyways. So <laughs> <laughs> you now have another hour of something to do on Friday night from 6 to 9. There you go. If anybody asks what you're doing Friday night, tell them, I'm meeting some friends from 6 to 9. <laughs> if they ask why it starts exactly at 6 and ends at 9, uh, tell but, them they got a curfew. There you know. go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Having said that, join us on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. We're really getting up there in membership. It's actually kind of cool.
2: And Twitter as well.
1: I don't know that we're going to hit the 30 people join in we had last week, but it's been pretty steady so far. But it's Emperor's Court,
2: E-M-P-E-R-O-R-S space C-O-U-R-T on Facebook. And then if you want to follow us on Twitter, which I highly recommend, you can follow us at Emperor's Court. It's all one word, Emperor's Court.
1: So there you have it. Obviously, we'd like to see everybody in IRC as we can get. We always try to make this a live show, even though, obviously, the vast majority listen to it on podcast. And we love podcasters, too. But it's always kind of fun when it's a live cast, because you never know what's really going to happen.
2: Indeed.
1: So, uh, Dablin wants to know that Civilization Five comes out. I believe that's what mechhawk was saying prior. Civilization Five is coming out. I don't care. I really don't. I... I... I I was never the biggest civilization fan to begin with uh-huh. it never really appealed to me there were other war games out there of the you know the triple X war games that I prefer civilization was not one of them
2: I've never played the civilization series ever.
1: I play like one through three really and that's it and I, I'm like
2: done that enough that particular genre of strategy just it didn't appeal to me right I mean I I, I played SimCity before which is kind of similar but not really <laughs> uh, it's kind of it's kind of the same thing, but like it's not. And I mean, there's like Sim Earth and Sim This and Sim That and Sim the other thing, but it, uh, it just doesn't really appeal to me. So I've, you know, I've, I've never played any of the Civilization series. I've heard they're good games. You but know what? I don't I don't play them. Speaking of
1: which, one of the worst gaming experiences of all time I had, and uh, maybe we should make a story time out of that. All right, we'll make a story time out. of it. Hang on. Okay. We'll, we'll do this here. Uh, let's see. Where is my story? There he is.
0: Grab a beer, sit back, and relax, and he'll spin you a tale. It's story time with Emperor. All right, story time.
1: Once upon a time, when I was a young lad, I was homesick, sick. And I actually been sick for a couple days. I had pneumonia, as it happens, which I'm usually good for once a year. And I had a Super Nintendo. And I believe it was it was Sim Earth was out. Right, okay. And they had released this abortion of a game for the Super Nintendo. And my mom said, well, I'll go to the store and get you a game so you have something to play. What would you like? I'm like, oh, I don't know, Ma. Get me uh." Something that that takes some time. Something that makes me think a strategy game. I was looking for a war game because I played everything else. So she goes to, it was like Falls Video up here. Uh, around the corner here by Drug Mart. And she rented Sim Earth. Because it was Earth. And it said on the back, you can build your own civilization from the ground up. What a fantastic game this was. So I was feeling like crap. I wasn't going anywhere. So I popped this thing and I started playing it. When they said you start off from scratch, they literally meant from scratch. As in primordial soup, maybe you have life, maybe you don't have life kind of thing, and it wasn't just that. You start off with like a couple single cell organisms in this giant ocean, okay, and eventually over time, and I'm not talking game time, I'm talking real time, hours go by as eventually your single cells become fish, which become bigger fish. Which eventually crawl onto land to build civilizations. Uh, Highlander, this went on for hours with little or no input from me. I was literally watching this thing, wow. and I begged. I said, "Ma, can I please turn this off?" No, I rent. I spent good money. You wanted a game, play the game. You better go to sleep. And I was sleeping on and off. I took naps while this game was going. And I mean, because my dad was at work, my my brother and sister were at school. And, uh, I mean, this went all the way through, like, dinner time. And eventually, we're talking, like, eight, nine, ten hours of game time later. Uh-huh. uh Of me sitting there watching and doing damn little with that controller. I see my, my civilization, my people. They build some spaceships. And they blast off. And that's it? <laughs> that was it. Game over? That was my payoff. Of sitting there for hour upon hour in pneumonia-induced It it was like... I don't even know how to describe it. It was such a friggin' waste of time, and they just... Like, the payoff is they leave me? I am their god? I build them from the ground up, from a single-cell little amoeba to a spacefaring civilization? And they, like... See, ya! they build an excess, and they fly off. And I looked it up later, and that was how the game was supposed to end. If you were the the, the correct builder, if you were the good enough god, uh-huh. your people blasted off for the stars to colonize more worlds, and then it started over. I I I unplugged that thing. I lost the cord, and because it was a three day rental, I lost uh-huh. the cord. I'm like, I don't know what happened to the cord. My, I can't play. Well, you should be playing that game. Get the most money out of it because I know how you like games. I don't know where it went. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ in heaven! Don't ever buy that game. None left that says that sounds like a slow spore. No, I mean, it was just like spore. Uh, it's like an autistic spore trying to swim through like molasses mixed with concrete. It was that bad. Hours upon hours of... and You know, it would have been something if I was actually participating in something. Right. Uh, no. 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 Like, really? no input from me at all. It didn't make a damn bit of difference. Such a waste of time. I hated that game. See, that's why I Still
2: hate it to this day. I, I didn't think you would hate it for that reason. not a waste
1: of my goddamn time, well, Yeah, it, it
2: Obviously, yeah. I mean, obviously that was the reason why. I thought you would hate it more for, because of the, the whole evolution fact of it. But why? I, I thought you didn't believe in...
1: An evolution? Yeah. No, I said it's a theory that hasn't been proven yet. I, I, you know, to me, it's you know, you can mix that with religion very easily and say, well, it was God's intention. Everything evolved the way it has. But there you go. There's hell. There's people in the Catholic Church. A lot of theologians. I believe even John Paul II believed in that and said, well, you know, it's very possible there could be evolution. Maybe that was God's intention. That's how we got. To, you know, that's fine. So okay. you I didn't know, think. I, you no, it was the, no, 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 no,
2: no, no, no. And, we're, I don't, and we're, we already did the global right. one. We're not uh, going to go through But it. Shout
1: out to Sibs. Apparently, he's a, a new listener. First time hearing us live. He's from Australia. And uh, he really? screwed up on the times. I actually had to look up the time for him because he's too damn lazy to look it up. This is this the same dude that's on the VTW forums.
2: Wow. I don't know what time it is in America. Well, good. I'm glad Sibs is here because I have something to talk about. Yay! It involves Australia really Yes. is this you, a quickening thing no it's not a quickening thing you you might have to bring up the. okay um, oh yeah you might have to bring up the email because i'm not trying there. to
1: segue into that but you know it, 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 go ahead obviously
2: you segued into it anyway there it is right there any one of these you want to click on um anyone any I, mean, I know they fine. all got it all got so continue it. go ahead so anyway um if if you don't know obviously sibs knows because he lives in australia but for the rest of the uh english-speaking western world and uh, you can play violent video games. Pretty violent video games. Yes. Everywhere but Australia, apparently. Yes. Australia bans violent video games. Well, it's a backwards nation. Now, they'll allow up to, according to their ratings, they'll allow up to, like, age 15, which I guess would be our... PG-13. PG-13, or... 13-year-olds a- a are more mature game, than Australians. Or game-wise, I think it would be, like, T for teen or something like that. Uh, But they do not allow mature games or rated R games or however you want to look at it. Right, like Grand Theft Auto. Which is strange because they allow, well, they call it, for us it's R-rated, for them it's 18. Yes. They allow movies like that in Australia. It's just video games that they ban. So if if it doesn't pass the board, what they have to do is the company has to dumb it down. What's the rationale behind it? uh, They don't want their children exposed to uh, violence. They don't want their kids participating in violent activities like shooting people and all that kind of stuff. They had the
1: frigging outback. They shoot kangaroos. I've seen Crocodile Dundee. I've seen the documentary. Now, here's, right, here's, Crocodile here's, Dundee was a documentary, wasn't it?
2: I, I think Go it was, yeah. So uh, Australia is trying to get rid of that ban, but there are several uh, officials in the government that are trying to stop that. One the the leader, for example, like what's like Joe Lieberman over here. Yes. For over there, it's Michael Atkinson, who is the Attorney General for our, for Australia.
1: Okay, so he's got a pretty hefty uh, position.
2: Yes. For which and to he's, ban. He is adamant about maintaining the ban on extremely violent video games, even in the face of polling, which shows that about ninety six percent of the people of Australia want those kind of games in the country.
1: I'm surprised because I, uh, and it may just be an American's impression of Australia, but I always got the impression that they were a little more liberal than us. I'm not talking like wacko liberal like the Euros, but a little more laid back, a little, a little easier going on things of that nature. I'm a little surprised well, that they would have banned something and it's And it's been, it's been a ban that's been in place for a while.
2: Yes, for a very long time. So I, I guess the, the, the question I posed to you was... Shut that up, should... Fred. <laughs> Go ahead. I guess the question that I posed to you is that should Australia keep the ban and try and... Not have younger kids play those violent games because, according to Michael Atkinson, the the rating system doesn't mean anything. According to that that that's one of his rationales, what, is it, is it, You know is it, that. Go ahead. If 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 there's like a little kid or whatever, yeah. they can get the violent game if they want, regardless of what the rating says on that. There are ways around it. So in this case, curtailing a little freedom in order to maintain, say, I, I think the the term was the the innocence of children mm-hmm. is worth it in their minds, or at least in the mind of michael attinson so what what's your thought on that uh, okay all right first
1: off there's a way around everything regardless if it's illegal or not pot's illegal i'm pretty sure at least the entire state of california has figured out a way around that
2: yeah in the fact sp- it's, it's legal over there.
1: speeding is illegal we've figured out a way around that there's always going to be a way to beat the system that's kind of the challenge and kind of the point in a way, I mm-hmm. you know I like beating the system for the sake of beating the system. Okay, um, it's the same way it is in the United States, in which that the ESRP is or ESRB is a voluntary uh, measuring stick when it right. comes to games. It's a voluntary rating system. It's not imposed by the government, which is good, as we both said to varying degrees. We don't want the government deciding for us what we should and should not watch no. or play. And I think Ken three said it uh, a little a little earlier. Um, here in irc when he said that australia still sees games as toys and i think that has a lot to do with it i think one of the things that that's kind of changed at least at a society or cultural standpoint at least in this country and i think more to a higher degree in europe um they're a little ahead of us on this is the fact that they see games as a form of media as a form of entertainment not necessarily a toy for a child and i think part of that is you and i we're the nintendo generation yeah all right That really hit when we were coming up when we were kids. Now that we're older, we're still playing games. And I've made this argument before. We still have great amounts of disposable income now because we all have jobs, or at least most of us. Mm -hmm. So we're the ones who are going to go out and buy games. We still want to play them. Sure. So it's now evolved into a, a form of entertainment, not necessarily a toy. It's not necessarily Mario Brothers for an eight year old anymore. It was cool when Little Sick Emperor was at home playing Sim Earth. Okay, Little Sick Emperor doesn't play Sim Earth now when he's home from sick, homesick. If he's not sleeping or on his deathbed, he's playing a much more violent video game. I'm surprised that Australia, and, and this isn't the first, the only one here, and I believe um, uh, either Hawk or Davlin just popped up and, and showed us that Switzerland is also trying to ban games of this nature now. Yes. I'm surprised at it, again, from the nations that are doing this. If you told me China was going to ban things like that, I wouldn't be so surprised because of the way that their government works. Sure. And, I'm, again, we're not going to get into a political discussion about this. At least I'm trying to hedge my bets and, and and not do that. I think if these were seen as legitimate forms of either art or entertainment, like a movie, like a TV show, which you've alluded to, mm-hmm. and said as much. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, and just to play a little bit of hypocrisy here. Sure. Sibs, since you're an Australian or any of the Australians we have around here, we have a couple in the channel tonight, does not Australia have nude beaches? Do you not have you know, what could be considered a little more adult entertainment on, say, primetime television? Do you not have what they call, like you just have referred to, 18 and over movies, rated R movies? I used to sneak into rated R movies as a 12-year-old all the time.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't know about noon beaches and stuff, but I do know in the articles I read, they do have movies that are rated 18+. plus. They, they do it based on age, as opposed to us who does it by, you know, G, PG, that kind of thing.
1: Okay, none Left, and Sibs are both saying yes to beaches and yes to adult shows. Okay. Okay, my point is that if you're going to try and prevent the innocence of children, then you need to prevent all things that can get to children. Prevent them from seeing people on the beaches, they're driving by in their car, nude people walking around. Prevent them from flipping on the television and seeing, you know, what can be considered adult entertainment or either violent or sexual in nature, things like that. It's either one, is either a part of it, or all of it. You can't have it both ways. And I'm not going to, you know, I, I'm just waiting for the email to be sent to me, emperor one at cox.net, uh, that's going to call me a hypocrite because I'm going to go back on what I said during the Super Bowl. And no, I'm not. My point is that it's the companies that should go out of their way, or at least try to help parents to try and shield their kids from you know, certain forms of entertainment. I'm not saying banning it, and I'm not saying the government has any right to step in and do that. I don't want the government legislating that. The government legislates enough crap. In fact, that's what my meltdown's about tonight, is the friggin' government of the United States, as it pertains to our entertainment. Interesting. And I'm getting a
2: little aggravated. But... Now, Fretz brings up a point, he says, but Emperor, nudity isn't as bad as violence. Says who? That's your opinion, not mine. Look,
1: I can tell somebody, don't go hit somebody with a hammer. Uh, try explaining nudity or, or, or pornography to a child. I Look... When they get to high school, the hormones are rage, raging. Everything else, and I, I'm sure there's a number of people listening tonight are in that position. All right, you probably don't get the urge to violently go out and start shooting up a school, but you probably do get an urge to want to see females naked or males naked, depending on your point of view. I, th- there's a, a difference between the two, but I think they're. Are
2: you trying to say that they're both part of the same? They thing. need Yes.
1: It's part of the hypocrisy of it to me is that if you're going to shield you know, the innocence of children from one thing that can be a deviant behavior, you have to shield them from everything that could be considered any kind of deviant behavior. I
2: agree. I, I was going to bring up the hypocrisy of it, but yeah, I, I do find it very hypocritical that they'll allow really violent you know, other forms of media, television, movies, whatever. But this one small little niche is where they seem to draw the line, which I, I, I don't understand why. You know, maybe I don't live. Obviously, I don't live in Australia. I don't know the the history behind it, so I, I don't know when the band started or why the band was initiated. But all I know is that it seems rather hypocritical. Yes, that when you allow so many other things, this one thing is where you're going to plant your flag in the sand and say, "No, we're not doing anymore."
1: You this. know, irony says in the VTW channel uh, is saying that there's plenty of toys for adults too. Again, I don't think they should be looked at necessarily as toys anymore because they're not. No. a PlayStation Three cannot be considered a toy when you can stream movies on it, when you can surf the internet, download videos, download pictures, play games. It's a Blu-ray player. We're far past the point of you know that little ten-year-old going ape nuts when he got his you know Nintendo sixty-four on that one clip we see every Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the same thing anymore. We're not children. It's a different era. It, yeah, there's more being sent at us these days. It's, it's like the sexting thing. Are you going to ban cell phones now because idiot kids can't stop sending naked pictures of themselves to each other? Well, of course not. Well, okay, but at the same vein, if we're going to protect our kids, then we got to ban cell phones. I, I mean, yeah, it's like yeah, you said. planting yeah, the Flag and saying this far and no farther. Having a nice big flag flying from my pole that says, don't tread on me. That uh, makes more sense in America. i was but just trust, say, I, I don't think it's topically relevant <laughs> to Americans who are paying attention. Yes. So, I, I, again, it surprises me about the countries involved more than anything else. Right. I, so I
2: Sibs brings up a point, and it's the same point that Michael Addison brings up. Okay. In a way, he says, but also someone is going to act out the things they see in play. It's not entertainment. It's a mental thing. So that's that's part of what. Michael Addison says is that because you're acting out these fantasies that perhaps 95 to 98 percent of the people that are playing it or whatever know that it's a fantasy, but they need to ban it for that 1 to 2 percent that's crazy to begin with and might actually act out on what they're doing in the video game.
1: To my point, this is the same kind of trash they did back in the 80s during the the after school specials about people playing Dungeons and Dragons and crawling through the sewers to go kill their parents. Right. I mean, riddle me this. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Charles Manson went and murdered a bunch of people or had people do it for him. Never played a video game.
2: No, I don't Ted... believe uh, Adolf Hitler ever played no. any video games either. And
1: yet he massacred all his people. Stalin, Mao Tung, or how the hell? Ma- Mao Tung. Thank you. There you go. You know, uh, uh, Pol Pot. Pol Pot. Uh, Ted Bundy. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. None of these people had video games. None of these guys, most of them didn't even have movies to get their ideas from. If you're mentally unstable, at some point something's going to snap. You're going to pick up an axe or a knife or a gun and you're going to do something.
2: Meccahawk brings up Mazes and Monsters. I can not bl- I was actually thinking of that uh, that movie, but I didn't want to bring it up because I couldn't remember the name of it, but Mechahawk did. Do you remember that movie Mazes and Monsters? No. It, it it brings up that exact scenario that you're talking oh, about. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, that's the it's, name it's, of it. It's, yes. It's a movie about these these teenagers. Who, I, I, get- I I think they're college kids actually. Okay, I thought they were high school, but go on. Okay, they might maybe it was a prep school. I don't know. But they're they're playing... They're, it's Dungeons & Dragons. I'll just say Dungeons & Dragons. They're playing Dungeons and & Dragons, and this one kid takes it literally, and he wanders off because he's going to find the holy crown of who gives a crap, and all right. the other kids have to find him because he's going to kill himself or something.
1: You know, this is no different than those people who are... Who, I mean, these, these... Like, all the different... We did a... Uh, when you were in o- uh, OhioCon, we did a stupid video game moment of the week, and I read off a bunch of these articles of kids in, like, uh, Korea, China, Japan, Taiwan, whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but most, almost all of them were exclusively from Asian countries, and that was not by des- uh, design. Those were just the first ones that popped up when I went looking. People who, like, knifed each other, killed each other. One ki- One kid killed himself because he got kicked out of his guild. One kid knifed his, you know, another kid because he stole his in-game sword. Wow. Or he trashed his character. I mean, look, these people are violent or mentally unstable. They're gonna have a relief for it, whether it's a game or a movie or whatever. They're gonna do something because they're nuts. You know, a gun doesn't kill people. It's the guy pulling the trigger. A video game doesn't kill people. Doom didn't tell the Columbine I almost I caught myself. A holes from <laughs> shooting up the school. They did it because they were nuts.
2: I, yeah, know. I I, I grab I can't. I can't yeah, I can't counterpoint with you on that because I agree hundred percent. Which is why I brought it up because <clears> I thought it was ridiculous. But I wanted to see your take on it to see if you agreed with me. Don't uh, get so, me started on Jack Thompson. I that guy Jack Thompson? Guy, you You've never heard of Jack Thompson? I probably have, but refresh my memory.
1: <sighs> I this is the gentleman who is the Uber lawyer. And who made his personal crusade to take down video games. Oh,
2: I remember now. Right, I, I, remember I he, thought he died or something. No,
1: he got disbarred, I believe. Oh, okay. Or he got chucked oh, okay. off. Yeah, Meccox said so he got disbarred. Gotcha. But, I
2: remember him now, yeah. Okay.
1: Friggin' A. I mean, this dude, uh, I, I believe he actually tried suing uh, Penny Arcade, saying they were harassing him, coming after him because they sent him a letter or something wow. along those lines. He called the police on him, the Seattle police, and tried getting the the uh, chief of police to send police or send the cops to their office. I, I mean, uh, he filed a lawsuit against him, which was, of course, tossed out of court. Jeez. But now he's been disbarred, and he's a disgrace and everything else. But
2: you want to talk about a guy who's mentally unstable who needs an outlet? It's that dude. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Well, anyway, um, Australia's working to reverse that law. Uh, apparently, there's a big referendum going on, and everyone wants it gone, and the legislature over there, whatever they call it, is trying to work on some sort of law, so... Hopefully they get around to uh, actually allowing mature games in Australia. Yeah. I'm hoping so.
1: I'm starting to be- begin to wonder at what point people are gonna say enough is enough. And it's not just you know tax and everything else when it comes to our censorship entertainment. And I firmly believe there are some things that we should shield our children from. I mean, there's a lot of things that I didn't learn as a kid until I was much older, and I think that's the way a lot of things should be. The problem is, in this day and age, it's just not possible. When you have, it's literally in a lot of ways like science fiction, and that you can go anywhere in the world, or at least in this country, and in most you know metropolitan suburban areas that I'm aware of. You can get the internet from anywhere. You can, I mean, at the touch of a button. You can call somebody, look something up, check a phone book on a on a. Uh, on your, you know, your phone sure. or a PDA, uh-huh. you can send an email. You can look. I mean, you can surf the internet. There's Wi-Fi in Burger King. Burger King is there really? Yes, the one in our homes that has got it. Has had it for years. Wow. You don't even need it. You, don't, you need 3G now. You don't need Wi-Fi.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Where. So what's what? What's the point that you're people trying to
1: get are at? exposed, especially children are exposed in every facet of life these days. Okay, and there's more being thrown at children now than at any time in its history in Prob- the history uh, of, of people
2: probably like in terms of just media or it, ideas yes. or everything everything okay
1: it's it to me it's like informational overload, so when they target something like games it's to me they're trying to put a, a bandit over an arterial arterial wound it, it's banning violent games isn't the answer if you're trying to shield them from overly violent things, I applaud that, and that's fine. Make sure your eight-year-old isn't going to a store to buy Grand Theft Auto. Right. That should not be that hard. You should be able to at least see what they're playing or know what they're doing. And I do believe in having an ER, the ESRB, having some kind of rating you know, system in place, and having some accountability at retail stores that can prevent these kind of things from being sold. Have some common sense. If a kid comes up and you require an ID to buy a game and he doesn't have one, then don't sell it to him. Yeah. I mean, if he's going to fake his ID like McLovin, you know what? The guy's going to be faking his ID for alcohol anyways. He's a lost cause. Right. You can only do so much. But the idea is to prevent little kids from getting their hands on this kind of stuff. It goes back to the Super Bowl argument I made two weeks ago. I just think that it's overload for a lot of people, uh, for a lot of kids. And I we have to realize, as, as prospective parents and adults... There's only so much we can do. Banning games is not the answer. To me, it's only going to compound the problem. But again, that's me.
2: Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I don't really know what the answer would be, or even if there should be an answer, because it's it's not like you can reverse time and stop all this from happening. Like, you, you can't get rid of the Internet, and you can't get rid of phones that have 3G capability. I mean, you can't get rid of all of that. So it's what it's really going to come down to is... It's it's just it's a it's an evolving process. It's a changing process. Right. And I think what what might be scary for some people is that they don't know what the end point is. They don't know what it's going to lead to. Like you people can still remember how things were at a certain time when there yes. wasn't all this information. Right. Now there is and children are changing and you know and
1: they've never not had the internet. They've right, never exactly. not had cable TV. Exactly. They've never not had the D V
2: D. We didn't have that. No, I, I I can remember when I was live we didn't have I'm um, the first I mean, I've, the first video games that I had, we were actually—I was actually four years old. Yeah, the so Atari. I, actually, it was even or in television or something. I, I had—I had, yes. television is what I had. But um, I mean, I, I think that really is what it comes down to with with people that like this this Attorney General in Australia is that they the they, advocates shut up. They can't guy. see. They can't see what it's going to lead to, or and I think that scares them. I think it scares them that there's all this media out there, and they can't either control it or they don't know what to do with it. So the the answer to them is just to, to try and put a clamp on it and to ban it. And I, I don't really think you can do that. Rather than
1: trying to ban it outright, try to control it first. They haven't even attempted that. I mean, the United States, we're doing okay with the ESRB system. Is it perfect? No. But it's better than, than the alternative. Once you start letting people tell you exactly what you can and cannot do, and I mean, at a definitive basis saying no. Under no circumstances, zero tolerance, you cannot buy this game, this type of media. That's wrong. That's a problem. Okay. And and it's a slippery slope. Once you've gone that far, sure. Like you're saying, What's where next? do you stop? Yeah. What's next? So in this we are in agreement. So just I want to highlight that so you can see that real quick. I'm going Interesting. To Interesting.
2: Yeah, so I so I think we'll move on to something else. Or do you want to take a break? Uh you know what? I think we're going to need a break. Okay. Um,
1: God, we've already done an hour and 40 minutes. It does not seem like it, does it? No. I, it seems like we're just getting warmed up. We're just getting started. This sucks. We're running out of time. We're still got. We still got the. We're big, only halfway through. We've got the two big topics we haven't gotten to yet. I know. I'm, I'm actually excited. So, all right, folks. We'll be back here in about 10 minutes. Stick with it here on The Emperor's Court on Original Media for Gamers and Verse The World Productions.
0: This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Hey
2: guys, this is Litterex and you're listening to Emperor and Highlander on The Emperor's Court on vtwproductions.com and omfg.fm.
1: I got to say, for a 14-year-old, he sounds pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Actually, folks, if you want to get in on that, uh, take off the headphones, here we go again. All right. This is the Emperor's Court here on the First World Productions and Original Media for Gamers. As little Rex was able to go ahead and demonstrate there, uh, and I posted this a couple days ago in the forums, we would like you to make intros for us. Really? Yes. Specifically, what I want people to do is if you have a microphone and you're not retarded, I want you to go ahead and record yourself in a nice like 15 to 20 second thing saying, welcome back. This is, insert your name here, you're listening to The Emperor's Court on Original Media for Gamers and versatile Productions. And then say something witty at the end. You send that in. Don't mix it with music. No sound effects, just your voice. And like an announcer's tone, send it to me, emperor1g at cox.net in the form of an MP3. If it doesn't suck and you don't sound like a knob, we will actually mix
2: it with some music and we will use it. It's going to be kind of rough because our audience, uh, they have to have a microphone and be not retarded. Yes. I don't think we're going to get too many submissions, but we'll see what happens. I'm pretty sure everybody has a microphone. Yes, but it's the retarded part that we do have to worry about. Uh,
1: good point. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, how you can get in contact with us? It's a good question, and I, wanna, I actually have an answer for
0: Here's how you can get in on the discussion. I love having this. Join us in IRC at irc.mmoirc.com, channel OMFG, and irc.quakenet.org in channel WC Radio. You can also email the guys at emperor1g at cox.net.
1: All right, before we get into it, uh, we have a couple of big topics we want to get into. Do we want to do this or that? Uh, we could if you want. Yeah, let's do that, because we've only got one segment out of the way. we still got that to do, so right. uh, let's hit the...
2: Crap. No, that's not it.
1: No, hang
2: on. Oh, you don't have it queued up, sir? I did
1: have it queued up. It didn't work. It, it's because I moved it, because I put in the sound effects, and of course that's not working so we'll, we'll have to it pull it yeah I see it hang on uh, pull it out real quick oh, Jesus Christ I, you know what it's one thing I hate about Sam Encoder and I figured out the reason why our microphones are always fritzing out is because uh-huh. it's damn program not because of the box not because of the mics it's because of the
0: program make up your damn mind it's time for this or that
1: Uh, thanks, a Little Rex, for sending that in, that or oh, that, uh, this or that. Anyways, I've actually written mine down this time, so I'm not going to forget them. I actually okay, emailed good. them to
2: myself. Because I, I have the same problem that you have last week. I did not write mine down, and as <sighs> a result, I can only remember one off the top of my head. What? Okay, well, God, we. this is one of the better segments, I thought, and
1: yet we always seem to goof it up every week. So at least this week, it can't be blamed on me. So I will give you my this or that. Okay, that All sounds right. sounds good. We, we touched on a couple of these earlier, which right. is, I was kind of hoping to do that. Okay, ready? Right. This or that. Okay. Warhammer 40K or StarCraft?
2: I have to say StarCraft because I've never played Warhammer 40K. And you're gay,
1: K. but go on. You've never played Warhammer 40K? You don't even know what it is. No,
2: I don't uh, I don't play with miniatures uh, because I think that's gay, if you ask me. No, you just play with the miniatures on the television. You gotcha. Gotcha. Were- I, I, think it's, I think it's actually think it's Actual social interaction with people down around with you. The ruler and be like, okay, my guy goes
1: one eighth of
2: an inch and. So instead I'm of the. Build a gigantic social
1: interaction of people around you. The social you talk interaction? to weirdos
2: on the internet. <laughs> it's weirdos yes. who play Warhammer yes. 40K.
1: Alright, well then this next one ain't going to make. Uh, I was going to say <laughs> Warf- Warhammer 40K, the Space Marine chapters, or. The StarCraft Space Marines. Well,
2: we obviously know the answer to that. It's the exact same reason. I don't play it.
1: All right, ready? Yes. These are heavy Starcraft related considering everything
2: that's going on. This is a three-way. Zerg, Protoss, or Terran, and why? Well, you know, when I first started playing StarCraft, I was a big Protoss fan. However... Spelled Caesar wrong. Go ahead. uh, I have to say I am a fan of the Zerg, and it's because of the speed factor. I like the ability to be able to build stuff a little faster than everyone else, which right. de- which normally gives you a bit of a tactical advantage, as long as you can use it. Now, if you just build stuff and you don't really do anything with it, then the other races have a chance to catch up with you. But as long as you play Zerg fast and quick, which is the way you should play Zerg, Zerg should win more times than not. Hence, I go with the Zerg. So you're all about the speed, the quick hit. I'm all about the speed, quick cannon fodder, send a lot of cannon fodder, Qua- quantity over quality. I put it that way. Now, I'm not to say that Zurich doesn't have quality units. Right. But like in terms of like the Protoss or whatever, it's obviously quantity And you over know what quality. the problem is? If you play that strategy,
1: if you don't win in the ten- first 10 minutes, you are dead. Absolutely. You are boned.
2: I, I don't argue with you on that. But if you can do it, you can usually win in the first 5 to 10 minutes.
1: All right, moving on. Justifiable war. Yes. Or unjustifiable peace. Woo. Ooh. You want to play the moral game last week, so there it is.
2: Wow. The, The first reaction I had is that there's really no such thing as a justifiable war. Bull. But go on. There's always other ways to deal with your problems. Unjustifiable peace in a perfect what, what, world, perhaps. What do God, you mean by an unjustifiable peace?
1: As if we went to say Bin Laden and said, "We give up, we surrender, you win. It's better this way than killing people. Ew. We will, we will cater to you, and we will shape our entire culture and society around your whims, just so everybody stops fighting." That, to me, would be an unjustifiable peace. World War One would be an unjustifiable peace the way it ended. Okay. Because it directly led to the man, second oh one. Oh man, go on. I don't
2: see. I don't really like either.
1: Shoot an innocent person or let an evil man go. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to my dilemma,
2: you bitch. Um, boy, oh boy. I would. Oh man! Oh man!
1: It looks like IRC's pretty I much. Uh, IRC is pretty much. Uh, of one mind, except for I am not Duke, which is kind of a weirdo. But anyway, <laughs> it's justifiable
2: war. Um, I don't like either option, and I could argue either way. But in the interest of keeping things going, I I find myself saying unjustifiable peace.
1: God, what? I don't know what the Highlander was from college. Because, you have become a
2: grade-A pussy. Because if you're talking about a justifiable war, you've already got death and destruction and all that anyway. Okay. So really what – what what would be the difference in terms of that as opposed to an unjustifiable peace? If it's already going to be you, okay, it's going to be then by your
1: logic had we simply just knuckled under to the Nazis of World War II and said we will go with the way the German Reich has their set up because hey, some people are going to die either way, but at least this way fewer people now, might die. I,
2: I actually agree with you. Like I said, it, it's a it's a tough way to go either way, right? Um, but I mean, I, I'm I'm trying to. What was the quote that wow, I am really to getting remember. into this on
1: both ends, both of the VTW and all I sites. am
2: I'm I'm trying to remember what what Gandhi said about something like that. So, somebody asked him I think Gandhi said, give me a hamburger for if love of God, I'm starving. <laughs> I I think somebody asked him if nonviolence, the way that India was trying to get their independence from Britain, yes. if nonviolence would work against someone like Hitler. And he he said "Sign." I it's a paraphrase. Don't quote me on this. It's something like not without a lot of you know suffering and heartache but is there not suffering and heartache in the war already the only reason the indians won their independence
1: is because the british were so worried about their image in the world, they knuckle under to political pressure around the world. The same thing with Vietnam. Militarily, we kicked the hell out of them throughout the entire war. Militarily, we didn't lose. Politically, we did because people were so worried about the image of the United States and the Americans in the eyes of the rest of the world. They deliberately handcuffed themselves. India was no different. If the British had said, "Screw it, kill them all" till they stop getting in front of us and they stop whining. Eventually, one of two things would have happened: either they would have quit, you know, trying to get their independence, or there wouldn't be any more Indians. If you had tried it with Hitler, he would have gas them all. He didn't give a damn, and he had his people conditioned to believe that. Well, they're in, they're inferior people, anyways. We don't need them. If they don't like it, kill them all. God shall know his own.
2: I'm not saying it's easy, right. like it's, it's said, I said. That's why I thought I, I it could, could up. see either way. You know, I, I could totally see myself saying just right. five of war as well.
1: All right, maybe something a little easier. Talk okay. show or eSports commentary?
2: Uh, talk show. Why? Why? Well,
1: I think you could handle eSports commentary. I'm first. sure I could.
2: Um, and, Fred, if, if they do a 2010 Blizzard shoutcast competition, yes. I think I will toss my hat in the ring for that one. I think you'd do very well on it. Um, I have nothing against eSports commentary, but talk show is really what I do more than that. I mean, when when we did the eSports Empire... We were doing games that I really didn't know much about, so really I was, I wasn't really a color commentator. I was more in the genre of a of a spectator asking questions.
1: So, so I mean, a game like StarCraft 2, which you can actually follow and play and follow along a little better, would
2: be. I would mean, it, it would be more conducive to esports, you know, commentary. But I, I I enjoy more of the the back and forth talking about different topics and looking at things from different perspectives and trying to find out if there's an answer to something. Maybe there is no answer to something. Moving from topic to topic, talking about different things. Plus all the different segments we do, I enjoy doing that as well.
1: Which is something we probably wouldn't be able to do with eSports Commentary, which we'll be doing again Sunday night, folks. Don't forget here at OMFG.fm, I will be broadcasting live, me personally, from 9 to 11 Eastern. Uh, We're going to be broadcasting live, streaming video of StarCraft 2 Beta. But the show will actually start at 6 p.m. and go to 11 so I believe or was at six to midnight, six to midnight. Somebody will be going on after me. So six to midnight. yes, Kyle will be going for Kyle of uh, the donut shop. will be going from six to nine. I'll take over from nine to 11. And then somebody will be going on after me. At last wow. that's the plan.
2: Hopefully Starcraft two is as popular as everyone thinks because they're, they're expecting everyone on Sunday night to go six hours watching Starcraft two
1: martyrdom says, Emperor, you need to go announce all Cleveland sports. That will never happen. And I'll tell you why. The Cleveland market is very, very blessed with that. The fact that we have the people that call the games here on radio Absolutely. are phenomenal. Yes, Joe Tate, Tom Hamilton, and to a lesser degree, Jimmy Duggan. Duggan.
2: Jim, Donovan? Duggan.
1: Jim Donovan. God, <laughs> I'm thinking of, of Doug Deacon. I'm getting them all mixed up. Those three guys, especially Hamilton, especially Joe Tate is like a god in this Joe, town. Joe Tate
2: is legend. I, I think he's the last NBA radio announcer to... Do it by himself. Everyone else has, a, has somebody else that has goes with him. Yeah. He's the only one that does it by himself.
1: So. I would not listen to anybody else but him. Absolutely. And Tom Hamilton, the same way. Tom Hamilton. It's him. Way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jim Duggan, I got a, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I got a lot of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Blizzard or Square Enix? Wow. wow.
2: Okay. We're getting some we're getting some toughies here. See, um, I actually had time to think this out. Yeah, this yeah, these, yeah. These are good ones. Well, Blizzard obviously is all about the real time strategy. And Square Enix. World of Warcraft? Is really more about eh, you know, yeah Okay, Vikings. The what? The Lost Vikings. The what? I've I've never played that game ever. So therefore, it doesn't exist, right? To me, it doesn't. Okay, we'll go on. Sorry <laughs> um, to break your broad rush. Square brush. Enix. Okay, Blizzard's mostly known <laughs> for first-person strategy, for real-time strategy. Go ahead. And then Square Enix, obviously, is mostly well-known for role-playing games. So what we're really talking about is do I prefer role-playing games or do I prefer real-time strategy? And with an answer like that, I would have to go with, with role-playing games more than real-time strategy. Uh, the learning curve isn't as much with some role-playing games as it is with real-time uh, strategy games. Uh, the controls are a little easier. Uh, and, of course, with with someone like me, I'm, which... I prefer story a lot. Right. Uh so obviously with real time strategy, story, yes, not as much as with role playing games. So I would have to go with that.
1: In that same vein, first person shooter. Okay. So it's another three way. First person shooter uh-huh. real time strategy or massive multi online role playing game. Memorph
2: <laughs> That's yeah. what it is. It's 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 the, the, memorph- memorph- the morph memorph. Um I have no problem with the Memorphs. I've played many of them. Uh I've played many of all of those. Um I played exactly three. First person shooter Beta would probably bias, come but... in third. Mainly because I'm not really as interested in that whole genre as other people. I I mean Even though it's how you get your start in really, gaming. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean I had nothing wrong with some of those. But really with with first person shooters, once you've done it one time. It really is, when you strip away all the graphics and everything, it's the same game again and again and again. I mean, you can play Battlefield. You can play Call of Duty. Well, you know and, there's, and there's little tweaks here and there. You can make but the really... same
1: argument about a massive online role-playing game. It's the same thing. Acquire Wealth. Acquire gear, which is why acquire I put geld, it number two. Acquire gear,
2: and which is why I put role. playing In real-time time strategy, in the one. same
1: way, build the same exact units in the exact same buildings, the exact same order, game in and game out to
2: maximize. Oh, your I, thought, speed. I thought role-playing games was in there, so it's no MMORPG. Oh, okay, okay, RTS or, or then I would shooter. okay, okay. Well, then never mind. I got to throw it all away. Uh, not first-person shooters. Um, not. Ra- I would have to go with the morphs simply because uh, you. I think you get your your money's worth. Because the game doesn't I'm glad end. you brought
1: that up because that's our next segment. Go on.
2: The game does not end. Okay. The game just keeps continuing. So it's not like with these with those other games where you play it and then you're done. And then you're just replaying for replay value and then trying to get 100% or trying to find that one little thing in the corner of the map of the thing and all that that you can't find. As opposed to the morphs. I don't even know if that's <laughs> how you pronounce it. The morphs <laughs> that just keep continuing and the game doesn't end. Time for value, I think it's a good meal.
1: All right. Uh, uh, Martyrdom's still saying, Will you shout cast a Warcraft 3 ladder games? Yes. And I would absolutely try my hand at broadcasting baseball games on the radio. The problem is it's a very saturated market. Yes. At least in Cleveland, it's never going to happen unless Hamilton dies of a heart attack.
2: Or unless you choose to do a, like a triple A, double A kind of thing. You know
1: thing. what? Even, uh, yeah, well, I might. See, there, I might. There you go. If given the opportunity, but that's never going to happen. So, the
2: voice of the Lake Erie Monsters.
1: That's hockey. I know. I ain't doing I- hockey. <laughs> Toledo Mudheads, Akron Arrows, Lake County Captains, Columbus, Columbus Clippers, uh, Mahoning Valley Crushers. Wow, I can't believe you went. That uh, that's, just more, that's the Dayton Dragons. Up. You've got that's uh, the Mahoning Valley, is is uh, single A for the Indians. You've got the Dayton Dragons, that's single A for the uh, Reds. You've got uh, Mahoning Valley is actually over by. Um, Do
2: we have one in the New York Penn League?
1: We've got the Charleston, or I'm sorry, the Kinston Indians. And okay. we've got. There's another single A affiliate who I'm forgetting, which we've got six affiliates, six minor leagues, and I'm, I'm forgetting one of them.
2: If you had a team in Charleston, I'd name them the Chew the charleston chew tell me that wouldn't be awesome it rolls off the tongue the charleston chew <sighs> and then you get like it a up, big personally. head like going like that like it's chewing up
1: that's one thing about the minor leagues you can name your 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 team the weirdest crap in the world and no one blinks an eye no no one bl- the crawdads
2: uh uh well the mud hens it's just weird i mean yeah, the grit then, then you've got the yeah you exactly you've you've got the ones that don't have the s on the end right the buzz, the gray, even even majorly love like the jazz. The I'm trying to think of the thunder, the heat.
1: It's like plural, but it's not. It's like plural, <laughs> but it's not exactly moose. All right, moose. All right, death by drowning or death by burning?
2: Wow. Well, obviously, no one wants either. But uh, right. I, I would have to say death by burning because death by drowning is actually a fear of mine. Really? Yes. I am now. I know how to swim. It's not like I don't know how to swim or anything. But to me, death by drowning is really scary. The fact that you know that you, you, know, you can't do anything, you're just sitting there and you're waiting to die. As opposed to, if you're going to say death by burning, uh, you're probably not having many things going through your mind other than holy crap, holy crap. Okay. My skin Are is the, on fire and all the that. The horrendous
1: pain. Yes, but, you know. obviously. World's greatest athlete or yes. world's greatest scientist? World's
2: greatest scientist.
1: I knew you were going to say that. Obviously. I knew you'd say that.
2: World's greatest athlete? Well, what does that do? I mean, okay, say you're like Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods, or, you know, I'm I'm not talking about personal life, obviously. Go on. But, you know, in terms of that, what what have you really added to society other than a brief respite from the the dole? So you're
1: looking at it strictly on what you can provide to society? Yes. So you become the world's greatest scientist
2: only to invent, like, the artificial appendix. Wow, thanks. So you you think that the world's greatest scientist would invent the artificial? Do you appendix? know how many
1: scientists have lived in this world that have done all this research and kind for in a lifetimes worth of the work that is amounted to nothing?
2: Sure. How about how about all the athletes that have done zippity doo dah? We're talking about the world's greatest. And in this day and age, which
1: inspires people more for greatness, athletes or scientists? Inspires them? Yes. Look up to role models. Impacts the world. I don't.
2: Pfft, impacts the world you're not to tell me lebron james the billion dollars is not gonna impact science impacts the world way more than lebron james in a negative way he could in a negative way yes in a lot of ways yes do it do, do you really want me to go through all the things that science has given us do you want me to go the through past all it? 300
1: years let's start with nuclear weapons and and warfare, the and, that and go there wouldn't
2: be going on right now if it wasn't for science world's greatest athlete to me means nothing okay it's it's a Ten, it's ten, twelve years of your life at best, and then you have to spend the rest of your life. What I should hawking, have said: hawking uh, isotoner gloves and uh, <laughs> killing your Ab- Ab- Alamo car rental. You
1: know that. What I should have said is world's greatest uh, statesman or diplomat or world's greatest scientist.
2: Now That's that, what would, I that would should have be, done. That would be interesting.
1: All right, we'll do that next week. Okay. All right, composer. Yes, or a video game developer.
2: Wow. Uh I have a big background in music. That's why I put it in there. I know. I you know, got a big background can, in games, so there I you have can, it. I can play many instruments.
1: Look at this a Little Rex like, scientist.
2: It's right. How Commissar wants to know how you burn to death. Well, um, there are many ways. I would probably douse uh, yourself in gasoline that's and probably yourself on fire. Wasn't there some
1: monk in Vietnam who... Like, many monks did that. that Actually, they burn they, themselves. They, they
2: still do. They do that in Burma. I think someone just did that.
1: I mean, they're going to rot in hell anyways. Why, it's, why try to beat the rush? But go ahead.
2: <laughs> what too much uh he's a witch burn him um composer of video game developer man oh man composer um,
1: composer composer wow nobody wants to develop video games i would have thought for you sure know what? I <laughs>
2: would, all right go ahead compared to those two i would say video game developer i think being a composer would be fantastic but I'm, I'm someone that prefers to tell a, a specific story
1: and you're telling me and, like the 1812 12 sure doesn't tell a story
2: not as much as a video game.
1: Okay, so you're willing to be a scientist because it impacts society in a positive way versus say, yeah. an athlete, but you don't want to be a composer whose music will live on forever versus doing a video game.
2: That'll Talk about hypocrisy. Forever. That'll also live on forever. No,
1: no it won't. Really? Do you think 100 you you years from now people, people will look back at the Super Mario brothers the and look back at Mozart?
2: Talk about hypocrisy. Mozart? Yes. No, I as I'm talking what? about personal preference. Such crap. not talking crap. on this one. I'm talking about on personal preference.
1: All right. There's no consistency with you. Personal
2: I preference, I prefer to tell us It's a trap! And it's been <laughs> sprung and you fell into it. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Now, that's my this or that.
1: What do you have for me that you can think the about the of? The only one that I
2: thought of at the top of my head was Ireland or America?
1: America. America?
2: America. I, I look... It, and there's one here from
1: Dublin you can use. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah that, you can probably really use the Little Rexes too. Yeah. Real quick, if you ever this or that, pop it up in IRC, send us a message, and Hounder uh, here will use it real quick. Uh, look, for all my interest in Ireland and, and the heritage and all that, the, the fact of the matter is I'm not going to romanticize it more than I have already. I've never actually been there. So I'm not about to say that I want to live one place I've never been versus a place I actually happen to enjoy. Okay. So it's certainly a place I want to visit before I'm dead.
2: Would you would you consider living there ever?
1: Actually, it was funny you mentioned that. I was looking at uh, there's a couple articles today about the housing market in Ireland sucks. As in, houses are stay are new ones because the Celtic Tiger economic boom, you know, kind of died off. Right. Is the recession so bad in Ireland? You can get some very nice houses dirt cheap, and as it happens, um, Blizzard has a very large it has their um, uh, headquarters for Europe in Ireland. And they're actually hiring there. Are they? Really? I just thought I point uh,
2: point that out. Interesting. Except you're not a computer programmer, so no. Most of it's
1: call center, time. customer service, human resources, things. Oh, really? Are yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Well, that's... Um, it's not the developing team. All okay. Right. So Dalen's got a couple. All right. here. Hang on. Let's let's pop in here with you. The, want to do that? That other one there. We got a, a bunch here we can use. It's shit. All right. So.
2: All right. So uh, let's go. There's back a couple to the other from one. Little
1: Rex, and then we way over
2: here Ongi. All right. Uh, the one from Little Rex was, uh, do you, you put your toilet paper over or under? Over. Over? Yes. I don't even know. I think. <laughs> I don't I, even know. I figure I, 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 I want to. It's a 50-50 chance I got it right. So. I, I know Little Rex did that on purpose because have, have you seen the commercial? No. Yeah, that, that's where Little Rex got it from. There's, I think it's Continental or whatever. Uh, they're, it, it's part of their marketing or whatever. They're doing this great controversy over, do you put it over or do you put it under? and people are like under over it's like like a taste great, less filling kind of thing. Uh but anyway, moving on. Oh, here here's we go to a Napoleon or Caesar. Wow, uh, wow. Yeah, I, I I was thinking about it too when I saw it. Um
1: I will say Napoleon, and for a different reason than you probably think.
2: Okay, I, I would probably go with Caesar. So The reason
1: way. why is Caesar was born into a life of, he had a silver spoon in his mouth, what is the equivalent of, of the nobility when he was born into it. Yeah, okay. Napoleon was born into poverty. He had nothing. His right. father had a title of a minor noble, and that was it. No money, they were literally starving. This is a man who started off with nothing, and when he was all said and done, had made four brothers kings— three sisters queens, and the rest princesses and princes. This is a man who literally was self-made and reshaped the world in such a way that we even see it today. Caesar, on the other hand, was born into a life of of nobility. He had tutors, money, military upbringing, everything. He he was built for success. Now, that's not to say that he would eventually become the, the emperor that he did, but it was more likely that Caesar was going to succeed in some way versus, say, Napoleon. And I think Napoleon accomplished more militarily than Caesar did. Keep in mind...
2: M- militarily, yes, but here's, here's where I would disagree. Now, I agree with you about everything you said about Napoleon. All right. But I, I don't think you can argue with what sort of impact Caesar had in terms of the world, especially looking back. No. I mean literally for, for literally di- once he became dictator. Caesar, yes. yeah, literally when Caesar was born it was the Roman Republic. Yes. When Caesar died it was the Roman Empire. Yes. It's and the I, same I way when Napoleon to
1: came to power it was the French Republic. Yes. When he came to power when he was done it was the French
2: Empire. Yes. But now also remember that the French Empire lasted 15 years maybe. 20, about 20. If Yes. How long did the Roman Empire last? The Roman Empire How lasted long did Caesar last? 1, how long years? did Caesar
1: last? He lived longer than Napoleon. A did. week, two weeks? No, no. Once he became a dictator, they knifed him in the back right from the get go. Dictator, or yes. dictator
2: for life. Because because there's different things. Okay, we're not. going We're well, going to get, get which would interest for you and me. That'd be fine. Well, that, but, yes, but okay. In terms of Caesar, I think that he had a, a greater impact on his civilization than, than Napoleon
1: did. All right, Davlin's giving us a few more here, uh, real quick, because we're actually getting uh, a lot
2: okay. This one I think is kind of weird. Twilight or Greenpeace?
1: Twilight. Twilight. Yes. Was it? They're both fake. But Twilight, I only have to put up with when Mystic Mim is watching it or I see her reading the books again.
2: Okay, fair enough. Next. Never... Oh, okay. I sorry. there was, was another one. Never play any more video games in your life or play nothing but puzzle games ever again.
1: I like puzzles.
2: Aren't, aren't puzzle games video games? Is yeah. It? I,
1: well, I mean, like a... Well, not necessarily. There's board games that are puzzles.
2: You mean like a, like a cross... Like I a, guess. Crossword word puzzles search or, or, or like the that. find the pieces puzzle?
1: If I can ever play a video game again in my life, I would find other ways to entertain myself. I have other interests outside of video games. So yeah, as that'd as well. be fine. So yeah. video uh, puzzles would be fine. I think that's it. All right. So did you give me the one you had? I don't remember. Ireland or America? That's right. Yeah. Uh, that's right. You stuck this week. Okay. All right. Having done that, we have a couple times we have to get to. We're gonna we're not gonna skip our break and keep going. And this goes into there's two things I want to talk about. The one big one that kind of got me aggravated, and like I said, I'm not going to take credit for bringing up the topic. It wasn't me who originally thought it up, okay? Okay. Um, Is, God, I just realized it's a Friday. I've been pretty much fasting all day. I'm really starting to get hungry. I haven't eaten since noon.
2: You're fasting? Oh, uh,
1: you know, it's Lent.
2: Oh. You know what so, I gave up for Lent. Lent. Lent.
1: You never follow in anyways. You're a freaking Lutheran. You, you don't have the meat yes. restriction I
2: did. It's because, Or the I'm,
1: fasting on Fridays and on Ash Wednesday. I, I don't recall that part in the Bible. Where, where oh, exactly does that Jesus. part come into play? It's not a part of... Never mind. Anyhow, I don't recall this part in the Bible where I punch you in the face, but I'm going to do it anyways. Oh! All right. Um, this was a debate that's been going on, and this is happening more and more lately, is that video game companies... Make sure this mic's always as high as it's going to go. Video game companies have been giving bonuses to people if you buy it through a specific retailer. Okay. And what I mean is, like the new Bioshock game that came out, which mm. is uh, pretty good, by the way. Yeah. Um, and it's another game like StarCraft 2, which was, and I played uh, quite a bit of it, it's not that much of a departure from the first. But... If you bought the game through, I believe it's GameStop, you got the two extra skins. You get to play as the old guy and the kid in the multiplayer. Okay. And they're aesthetic. They're, I mean, if they do anything, they're just skins. Right. Okay. About two years ago, when Empire Total War came out, they had an exclusive, they had two editions. You had the normal edition, which is you get, you know, the normal soldiers and normal units in the game. They also had a limited edition that you could buy that gave you eight uh, separate individual units mm-hmm. that were more powerful than and had better stats and better, you know, things than the regular game. Okay. In addition to that, if you bought the game through Best Buy, which I did, you got an exclusive item which was the USS Constitution. Mm-hmm. The Constitution in that game was very powerful. It was the best frigate in its class. Again, it's, you know, like a legendary type ship. So here's the thing that's coming up. Is it ethical? Is it okay for a video game company to sell a game through all retailers, but give you, uh, the consumer, more of a bonus or an item, whether it's aesthetic or not, whether it's game-breaking or uh, gives you an advantage over somebody. If I bought the game through Best Buy and I got the U.S.'s Constitution and you bought the game from GameStop or from whatever other retailer, okay, and we have a naval battle, I'm going to have a distinct advantage
2: because I've got the Constitution. You don't. I would say no you wouldn't have a necessarily advantage. In terms of Empire Total War... I'm talking in, in games... Okay. Okay. There's two different ways of looking at it. Right.
1: Is it okay for a video game company, and we'll just we'll just generalize it this way, because okay. I know exactly, I have it in my mind, I know exactly how this is gonna is going to turn out. Right. Is it ethical, is it fair for a video game company to sell games to all retailers, but reward you for buying it through one specific
2: retailer? I don't have a big problem with that. Okay. Why? I, I don't see the pro, I don't see the problem in it. I honestly don't. I mean, in, in in this day and age, like if we're going to talk about getting it from Best Buy or getting it from Walmart or whatever, in terms of the internet specifically, you can you can buy a game anywhere you want. And if if someone's going to reward you, for lack of a better term, to buy a game at a particular retailer, and you feel that it's worth the justification, then I I don't see the problem with someone in giving you an incentive to buy a game from Popcap. All right, now retail. here's
1: where it splits and I this is how I know the argument's going to go. Okay. There are two different kinds of items that we've just discussed. The aesthetic items which are things that like the skins or you know having something like an in-game pet. Yes, for instance, like World of Warcraft. If you buy through their store, you get an in-game pet, which doesn't do anything. It's just kind of cool to look at. Mm-hmm. Versus the Empire Total War uh, example, and okay. there will be another example coming up with Napoleon coming out next month. If you get, I'm sorry, next week. If you get the game through Steam, you get the Scots Greys, mm-hmm. which is one of the premier cavalry units of that era, that time period, the part of the British Empire its stats will not be comparable to heavy cavalry in its same class its stats will more than likely be superior now my question is this is it justifiable is it okay for a game company to sell to reward you for buying it through a specific retailer if the item or the uh, the thing that you're getting gives you a distinct advantage over somebody who bought it from another store
2: now i we'd have to qualify distinct advantage because so from, okay. from what from from what you're describing and the, the position that it sounds like you're going to take or okay. that you're taking is that if a person like we'll we'll use Empire Total War. Right. If a person didn't buy it from Best Buy, then there's no way they can possibly win any sort of battle against someone who did. That it's that it's it's too much of a, of an uphill climb for if, someone else to win. Look at it this
1: way. If we're of equal squeal. And we have, if we're of equal scale, we're right. playing Empire Total War, uh-huh. and we have a naval battle, I have the advantage, in an, in an equal match, an equal skill, I will win. Because the U.S. Constitution, in this case, or if we're having a land battle, I'm going to have the advantage, I'm going to win it, because I've got the Imperial Guard, you know, Napoleon's Guard, because I bought the Imperial Edition. Or I got, you know, the Scots Greys. All right? And anything that's even remotely equal... I have the advantage. I will win because I went to Best Buy and paid the exact same amount of money you paid going to GameStop or going to the video game exchange or wherever – or Walmart, wherever you decide to get the game. That's the problem.
2: That's I have what, I have yet to encounter anything like that that ultimately breaks a game.
1: It's just starting.
2: Now, like if, it's, this is now if, trend if we're, we're seeing. talking about Empire Total War, if you want to, I would take the HMS victory. And I guarantee which you, you – Which you can only get. Which you can only get. If which you is, bought the special edition. Which is available anywhere. No. It's available no. anywhere. Uh, if You, you can bought pick it up spec- at Best Buy. You can pick it up if online. If you bought the Walmart, special edition. And that's, there's a difference between the. That's you, right. We're talking about two we're completely No, no, no. I, oh, we no, no, we are. are. I know. It, we certainly you're are talking walking about right two into completely, completely continue. separate Continue. You're talking about buying a regular game or the special edition game. Now, this is this topic is completely different from buying it from no, a No, no, no. You're running into
1: one problem. There are there are units that you can make in the game, regular units from the regular edition, not the special edition. That are almost the equivalent of the HMS Victory, where two people of equal skill would not see that big a difference. I can make the USS Victory or the the HMS Victory. I can throw in the USS Constitution. Now you're screwed because you don't have access to it. I can build a ship of the line, a, a regular line unit that has almost the exact same stats, minuscule differences. Because the special edition is, in those cases, the units you get are more aesthetic because they're history, historical units. Their mm-hmm. stats, somewhat better. Not enough that, like you said, it's a game-breaking item because it's not.
2: Okay. So, so if, if, you're if, right. If it's not a game-breaking item, then I honestly don't see the point. I honestly don't see okay, what the argument but if
1: I Because if I buy the special edition and I get the Best Buy bonus, which is, in this case, the Constitution, or whatever unit you know would help me. Now I have a distinct advantage that you cannot copy. You can There, are, there is nothing else that compares to the Constitution in that game. And I know we're using Empire Total War as the examples because that's the one we're most familiar with. Yes, that's. I'm shaking the
2: table. I'm sorry about that. Oh, all right, my, all right. but that's my point. What I would say is, if we're talking about Empire Total War again. Uh, The game is set up that all those units are in the game. It's just a matter of using a code to unlock them or not. So you're going to hack uh, the game to get the uh, because you can do that. That's the only you can do. it. Okay, you realize how large the modding community is for the Total War series.
1: It's also illegal, and people have been banned for hacking into the game to change that. But at at some point, I would think
2: that you'd be able to get the Constitution if you really wanted to.
1: So that justifies
2: that. that that, Well, that's your argument here. That's your only defense. my only defense. We're go talking. Up. Okay, go you're, you're talking about how upset you are that someone has a minuscule advantage. No, no, no. This is else. a major advantage. That's my point. You're, no, this is you. You. Oh, are your God, own, you're not listening. Your own words. The special edition. You can create a particular unit. But that if you, you go can buy the special buy, edition you're elsewhere, talking about a minuscule. No, advantage. no, 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 no. okay. No, no, no. Not that's mine. not my words. What
1: I said was, if you buy the special edition, which you can buy anywhere, yes. or you buy the standard edition, you can buy anywhere. Yes. The differences between the special items that you get in the special edition are minuscule than the standard if I go to Best Buy and I get the special that they give me that is a huge difference because like I said there's nothing in the same class that's equal to the US's constitution now I have a distinct advantage over anybody I'm
2: playing now that that's exactly with what I said the with. constitution is not the most powerful ship in the game yes it is not it's in it's class yes it is so in it's class yes, yes. it is not the most powerful so ship so here's the, okay, is, here's how it, is goes. it the most powerful ship the answer is no, therefore you lose. I can... No, 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 no. Here's... If, listen. No, if, no, 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 no. no. You're no, wrong. No, no.
1: Now you're trying to coach the argument. Here's what it is. No. We can we each can build five ships. You get the HMS victory because you got the special edition. Fine. I build a tier one battleship. You have two more cannons than I do. Minuscule difference. All right? Now we each get two more battleships. Okay, we each make two more standard battleships. Now you each get two frigates. Guess what? The U.S. Constitution in this game has the firepower of a battleship. Has the morale of a battleship. Your frigate is a frigate. You're going down. You cannot overcome what is in the game. You cannot overcome the item that I got through no other reason than the fact that I went to Best Buy and bought it there. No, I'm sorry. I don't believe you whatsoever. Fine. Having never played the game, you obviously don't know. Okay. Uh, Here was saying because they're static. I don't know. Are you playing with the microphone?
2: Is that it? I was holding it like that.
1: I, sorry guys, I don't know, We hang on, let me put on my headphones here, I didn't think we had any static. Uh, is the static gone now? God, that was the best part of the argument, I hate to have that. Alright, so every uh, time you're okay, touching it, there it is, yeah, yeah. alright, we figured it out folks, sorry problem, about that. The
2: problem is that the, the mic keeps falling down. We got that, that's so on my end, to, so. I'll just have to go like this.
1: That was the best part of the argument too, and it was all the static. Of course, he did that deliberately because he know he was losing.
2: Whatever you wish. All right, so well, okay, you so, don't have well, a
1: problem. What it comes down to is you don't have a problem with a gaming company giving an advantage to somebody else I, I or, or giving a, something away for buying it through one specific rate I
2: don't have a problem with a gaming company offering a small tactical advantage, and I would call it small. I don't believe that there's any unit, if, if we're going to talk about the Constitution, I don't believe that the USS Constitution breaks the game. I don't believe that it's impossible for someone else who bought the special edition or the regular edition to do that it, it it completely breaks it in the sense that it's 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 an unfair it's too much of an unfair advantage.
1: So let's say that this is slippery slope that this is only going to continue because this is a trend that's just starting, which is the whole point of this. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're giving you something aesthetic. And now they're giving you units that, at least in your opinion, uh, uh, which is I would I, okay, which I'll, is to be fair, your opinion means very little because you did not play the game to the degree I have.
2: I would say that it gives you a small tactical advantage, but not to the extent that it breaks the game.
1: Why should anybody be given any kind of advantage at all because they decided to stop in one store over another?
2: Why not? That's 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 capitalism. What's, what's wrong with the So, okay, that? so, that's, that's what it comes down to is then you don't care
1: that the company's actually doing it, from the company standpoint. They've probably got to deal with Best Buy or GameStop or whatever retailer that well, they're going to get.
2: Okay. That's obviously, why they're right. doing
1: it. Yeah. Okay. So, you're going to try and force, force them to buy a game from one retailer. So, if I'm, let's say, Walmart, and I found out that Best Buy is selling a version of a game that's giving them something much better, something that's special. Uh, You've got to stop bumping the microphone. Apparently, it's really going statically.
2: I'm not. I'm not touching it.
1: That's very. See my odd.
2: hands right here. My hands are not touching the microphone to put at all. my
1: Headphone down. My headphones. I think I might have been it. Uh, wow, we really got to be careful. Uh, okay, what it comes down to is this: I don't think that a company should be able to force people to go. Okay, backup. If I'm Walmart. And I find out that Best Buy has an exclusive agreement with Creative Labs or Creative Assembly, and they're going to give out something special with their with their game. People are going to flock to Best Buy to go ahead and buy that game. If I'm Walmart, the next time a game comes around, you know what I say? I'm not carrying your game.
2: Screw no, you. I, I would not say that. I would say I want a special thing as well. And if Which they say no, we got an agreement actually...
1: with Best Buy. Okay, well, then guess what? Then we're not carrying your game anymore because if everyone's going to go to Best Buy anyways, we're not going to play ball. If we're not going to be included in that, if you're going to give one retailer over another preferred treatment. Then you know what? From a capitalist standpoint, if I'm Walmart, I give the big middle finger. I said, fine, sell your games through them. We're not getting anything. People are coming in our store to buy your game anyways, so They're going to Best Buy. So we're not going to advertise for you. We're not going to help you make any money. We'll go with somebody else. We'll go with your competitor.
2: Under that scenario, I still don't see what the problem is. Because if, if you're already saying that no one's going there to buy the game, my problem then, is then who cares if Walmart how about throws a hissy fit?
1: There's guess what? There's not a Best Buy in every single city. There's not a GameStop in every single city. No, but so we do have you this should not be Wonderful given-
2: invention called the internet that you can go on BestBuy.com or Walmart.com or Amazon.com or any other .com and buy the game anywhere you want and have it shipped to you.
1: I don't have a credit card. I don't want to use a credit card. I don't trust the internet. I don't want my ID being stolen. You
2: don't trust the internet, but you're going to play a game that's designed to play over the internet.
1: Actually, no. In this particular game we are talking about, they're not really designed to play on the internet. That's why their multiplayer sucks. They're single-player games, essentially.
2: If you're but- playing a computer game, you're on the internet. I, I, I defy you to name me anyone who plays computer games that advanced, like Empire Total War, and does not use the internet whatsoever.
1: My father. I win. Plays Empire Total War. He's playing it. When I talked to him last, was playing it just then. He plays it offline. As do all of his war game buddies. He doesn't Thanks for playing. He doesn't use Next the, I said
2: use the internet. doesn't
1: use the internet. You he, said and does use the internet. For the he game. doesn't you use lose. the internet I win. at all. I he win. Has, so he that's has not no you said. email account. Now you're playing now you're putting you words in my argument. Mouth, Here we go. Which is typical of
2: what you usually do anyway because you don't listen in the first place. I said use the internet. I did not say mm. use the internet to play the game. That's not what you implied. Well, see, that's your personal opinion, which is wrong. I said, use the (laughs) internet. Opinion's wrong. All right.
1: What it comes down to is no. I don't think that a distinct advantage should be given to anybody. Oh, look at this. If you want to do it that way, then you make it a special edition. You have it in that, just like they do. And leave it at that. There is no
2: distinct advantage. If you want that particular thing, then go to Best Buy and buy it. What's the problem? I just explained that. Not everybody has that ability. Not everybody has that option. You can go on the internet to BestBuy.com and pick it up yourself. You don't have to go physically to Best Buy to get it. If you really want that unit that bad, and there's no Best Buy around you, you clickety-click, bestbuy.com, pick it up, they'll ship it directly to you. I
1: think the attitude that you're having here is actually is a very setting a very dangerous precedent. And that leads into the next topic, and we're going to skip the break because we have to get to this, and that is this. As we discussed earlier in the evening, um, there are rumors abound that things like Halo Reach, when it comes out, is going to have an additional fee to play it online as opposed to... Actually, here, let me fix that here because that's annoying even the hell out of me. Uh, da, 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 da. There. Fixed. Now I can actually hear you. That there's going to be an additional fee that's going to be put on top of, of not only your Xbox Live fees, but an actual fee to play the game online. Mm-hmm. And, and this is something that's coming down the line that a lot of companies are starting to look at. Things like World of Warcraft, things like Ultima Online, these, these uh, pay-to-play uh, subscriptions. And this is something that's... Alarming to me, and it's not just that, but also you know, purchasable, purchasable, purchasable downloadable content. Mm-hmm. Starcraft will have extra maps that you can buy. Okay. Um, whether they're user created or created by the company itself, that you can be that you will be able to download and buy and play. Um, you know, something very similar to what uh, Gunbound back in the day did is again you could play for free, but you had to buy if you wanted certain items, you had to actually purchase them with real money. My point is. And this kind of uh, this back, that kind of puts it into what I was talking about with the uh, special edition, uh, an item that's exclusively given out through one retailer over another, is that are the gaming companies starting to squeeze too much? Are they trying to grab too much money out of everything they can? You say it's capitalism, and I'm a big proponent of that. However, there is a point where you've gone to the cash cow to milk it too many times. If you're going to to start charging money to buy the game, then charging people to play games online, and for a while, there was speculation that StarCraft would require a subscription fee to play on Battle.net. Now, is it ethical for these companies, especially the way the markets are today, especially the economies are, to charge people for a service that, since the beginning of games, with the exception of MMORPGs, has always been a
2: free service online play?
1: Well, to play
2: online, obviously, you have to have the internet, which means you have to pay for the internet to begin with. Okay. Having said that, I I still don't see anything wrong ethically. Now, you may Well, that thing is,
1: looking from from a standpoint, is... is Is it too much, you mean? Is it fair to your consumer base, to your customer base, who has stuck with you despite everything, despite the way the economy is, are they charging too much? Are they basically trying to charge themselves into an early grave? Because eventually people are going to say, look, I, I know people now who don't play MMORPGs because they don't want to buy the game and play a subscription fee.
2: Sure, okay? sure. I understand that. And there's
1: a significant difference between something that's that's routinely worked on every single day. And like you referred to earlier in the show, the game changes. Yes. You have patches. You have content patches. You have things that go in that change. it. There's actually you know something different with it. Yes. On a game like an RTS, there, other than balance changes, there aren't a whole lot that goes into it. A first-person shooter is the same way. Valve is the exception and all the free stuff they give you with Team Fortress Two, mm-hmm. You don't have to pay a dime for that. You get to play it for free online. But even if they weren't doing anything for you and they're just charging you for the ability, for the right to connect to their servers or GameSpy or whomever
2: and play. I, I have to say, I think it's their right to do so. It's their product and they do have a right to charge whatever they want to charge. Okay. So, I mean, and literally... I agree, you're right. It li- is their right. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. It's their product. So, if... If it turns out to be a bad thing, it's, it's the marketplace that will decide it. Either people will buy the game or they don't. And if they don't buy the game and people tell you why they don't buy the game, it's because they don't want to pay all that money, then you'll see that fee go away.
1: What I'm concerned about is, is and people have tried this before in the past, where they try the boycott route, where they say, well, we're just not going to buy this game. The problem is people never actually stick to it, or at least not enough people do it. For me, if they come out tomorrow and say that StarCraft Two is going to have a subscription fee to play in BattleNet, I'm going to tell them to kiss my Irish ass. I'm not going to buy the game. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? There's enough people that are going to buy StarCraft Two that it's not going to make a difference. And once one company sees it happening, or two companies sees it happening, and they're all going to do it. This started some years ago with Dawn of War. If you I don't know you didn't really ever play the, play the game. But they started releasing expansions, two, three, four, five expansions for one game. And it really came down to if you didn't buy this expansion, which was just, you know, a part of the an extension of the story, you couldn't play the Imperial Guard. You couldn't play the Tau. You couldn't play this, set or the other. Okay? Now you have StarCraft. StarCraft is going to be sold in three installments. Yes. One for the Terran, one for the Zerg, one for the Protoss. In a system that up for the last 15 years, WarCraft III, WarCraft II, WarCraft, StarCraft those were always included all 3 campaigns were always included in the game you knew what you were buying you paid 50 bucks and you got all 3 campaigns now they're going to space it out you're going to pay more money to play what was given to you as part of the package deal up until now you don't find anything wrong with it
2: honestly no from it's, a consumer's point of view it's their it's their product and furthermore, and i am their customer what i'm, what I'm not i guess what i'm not understanding is what what your position is, that since you've already said that, because if, they're that charging
1: if, more for what they've been giving us for as a as a total product before, now they're breaking it up in the chunks for this express purpose of getting more money out of people who don't have it.
2: Well, yeah, well, of course they have it. Uh, okay, if they're if 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 they're buying these kind of games, which are entertainment to begin with, then they have the money to spend on things like that. But here's here here's my point, though. I don't I don't really understand where you're coming from this because. You're you're complaining that they're doing this, and you're implying that they shouldn't be, and that something should be done about it. But out of the same mouth, you've just said that. Well, I'm not going to buy the game, but everyone else is going to buy the game, so it's going to happen. No, I said
1: enough people will buy the game that these companies will see enough of the money that they're not going to change their standpoint, or they're going to say, or and this has happened before too with World of Warcraft. They'll come out and say, you don't have to play, have to like it or buy it. We're going to do it anyways. Then, and guess what? When well, okay, okay, okay this real ahead.
2: quick. I, I'm just going to say one sentence. Then, apart from you, apart from you bitching about it, what? Where, where are you coming from? What? Are you, what are you doing? My apart point saying, is this that. Sucks. Well, that's my great. point
1: is that the company is doing a disservice to their consumer base, to their customers, by deliberately breaking up and charging more money for a service and a product that, they, up until now, they have always been as one complete unit and one is free. Not to mention is this. And you can say that, you know, the marketplace will set it. Well, not necessarily. I can play Dawn of War and play it for free online. It's a cool game. I like it. Starcraft 2 is going to charge for it. There are enough people that are going to shell out money to play that to keep them afloat. It's going to alienate a lot of us. My point is, why should I? I don't agree that they should be gouging us for every single penny they can possibly get. Now, from a capitalistic standpoint, which is I am a big capitalist. I understand why they would want to do that. However, to me, it's going to cut down on the amount of games that I'm going to play personally because I'm not going to pay those kind of fees. And I think a lot of people are going to drop out of the market.
2: If, if that and I happens, think you're going to see
1: a much smaller gaming population. Then
2: you're, you're, you're agreeing with me then and saying that the marketplace of will, will possibly correct
1: Possibly five years down the road, six years down the road. And how many games will we be kept out of that we won't ever be able to play or enjoy because we're well, not,
2: we can't either afford it or we're not willing to? Well, that's... that's I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I say offensive language, because that's not correct. We're saying that how many people are going to be left out of it. It's not a question of being left out. It's a personal choice whether or not you want to pay that or not. So either it's, it's a choice. You can either pay it or you don't. It's not a question of companies are deliberately leaving people out.
1: I think these companies are believing they can get more out of the consumer base than they're going to. And I think that they're setting themselves up for failure, both from a game standpoint and from a company standpoint. I think if a lot of people go over to this where they're going to require people to pay extra fees online to play – you're going to see a revolt happen. Uh, eventually, it's going to happen. Either you're going to the price themselves out of the market, or people are just going to stop playing altogether. And by then, it's going to be too late. So, say, well, the market will take care of it. Well, it's all said and good. It's nice to say that, but when Blizzard goes under because no one's buying their games anymore, it's a little late to try and correct that problem. Well,
2: you're you're speculating on a speculation now. now, now of course you're, I am. I'm now, taking it as far as I can yes, here. Yes, you're, you're taking it to the way far extreme. I don't think that scenario is going to happen in remotely is going to happen now because of blizzard's size blizzard's size yes. no i would say because of the if an size independent of game their, company came
1: out tomorrow with an awesome I would say because game because
2: of the size of their of their base the size uh, okay the that's people, all part of it yeah no. but not in terms of the, the size of the company no
1: i i think there is a, there is a limit to how much these companies should try to grab from us for a game what is a disposable income? What is a luxury item? What is, it's an entertainment. Who,
2: who decides that?
1: I do. You do? I do.
2: You decide for everyone
1: how much is too much? I do now. Now, as you already pointed out, the consumers are going to go ahead and do that. My point is yes. that they've released games for 15 years of precedent. You have it. There are very, very few games, again, other than MMORPGs, who have ever charged for a service. And those few that have tried have failed. The problem is if everybody goes to doing it all at once, what's your recourse? Everybody stops playing games all at once? You know that's not going to happen. No. Well, there you go. That's the problem. You're going to kill off a lot of your – a lot of gamers are going to drop off. You're going to kill a lot of your consumer base. And what you're going to have left over is a much smaller population. That's why I'm saying they're going to be hurting themselves in the long run because a lot of us aren't going to play ball. At least for a while, it's just not going to be enough of us. But eventually it's going to happen.
2: I don't know. Like I we'll said, we're, we're, we're speculating, and I don't really you know.
1: But it's not. We could be wrong. I mean, we could say speculation for it's speculation, but World guess of what?
2: Warcraft, I think, proves you wrong from a different perspective, saying that all these people have tried charging for games, and it doesn't happen. And then World of Warcraft, have got Again, you're talking millions about something
1: people. very different. And as I just said, most of these games don't give you any kind of extra content. All they give you is occasionally a balance patch, and most don't even do that. Blizzard being one of the exceptions. World of Warcraft, Ultima Online, Star Trek Online, etc. They charge a fee because it's a different service they're providing. They're going to for that fee. Not only do you get you know to keep the 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 systems running Mm -hmm. because you're playing on their servers. On Battle.net or or things of that nature, or GameSpy or Steam, usually you're randomly selects one of the people playing as the host of that game. All they're providing is the software to do that. They're not actually paying any server fees. OK, World of Warcraft actually pays for the bandwidth, pays for the storage for the characters in the world. Not to mention every few months, eventually you will get something that changes, something that's in addition to the world, something that, you know, a new spell, a new ability, a new look, new armor, a new weapon. They actually add on to the game. You're paying the $15 to, to get a consistently enlarging game. You don't get that in a first person shooter. You don't get that. Of course you In don't. RTS. And most of them know you don't. That's why I said Valve is one of you the exceptions. You get
2: different skins, you get different weapons, you get different maps. You get Valve like is one the of the time.
1: exceptions. Most of those you only get if you buy an expansion. Uh, historically, that's just the way it is. That's why everybody loves Valve so much for what they do with Team Fortress. I, uh, no one does that. No one gives you new weapons. No one gives you new skins. No one gives you new maps. Occasionally, somebody, uh, an uh, individual person will build a map. They'll submit it to a company they like it, and they'll put a part of the rotation, Back in the day when it was Quake 1, 2 and 3, you had to go look for the map apps and download
2: them yourself. They weren't given to you by the company. Sure. They didn't even care. So you're you're comparing something from nineteen ninety six?
1: Yes, to because today. it's relevant. Because when what happened in ninety six, what happened in two thousand, what happened in two thousand three. this is a new trend. That's like what I said. Historically the precedent is you got free online play with your game. Whether or not it sucked or not was based on uh, Like for a lot of the Total War games, a lot of people who like multiplayer's wouldn't buy them because the multiplayer they put in there sucked. The reason why Warcraft and Starcraft have done so well is because the online competition and you didn't have to pay for it. It was awesome. That's why there are more people playing those games than play World of Warcraft. It's the same way. More people will go out and buy your game for 50 bucks to play it online for free. A lot less people are going to buy it if they have to pay 50 bucks and pay an additional 10 for the right to play the game. We'll see. And now we're really up against it. We only have 13 minutes. You need to do the quickening, so we got to get Good this Lord. done.
2: Okay. The quickening will be fast this time around.
1: Okay.
0: Here we are, born to be kings. with the princes of the universe. Greetings, Highlander. You cold? have the manners of a
2: goat. Okay, that's enough of that. Go ahead. go ahead. (laughs) All right. Now, do you recall last week when I said that I would have haikus for you, sir? Yes. I actually received a couple, but go ahead. Yes. Well, what I have decided to do this week for the quickening is answer every single question in the form of a haiku. So I hope you like haikus. So you weren't kidding because me, this would be fast. That's right. So I hope you like haikus because we've got uh, 11 billion of them. Actually, we don't have that many. I think we've got about 13. So anyway, here we go. Dear Highlander, The Scarecrow got a brain. The Tin Man got a heart. The Lion got courage. Dorothy got home. So what did Toto get? <clears throat> Bob Barker told us, Have your pets spayed and neutered. Guess what Toto got? Dear Highlander, what ingredients would you use to make the ultimate taco? Tomatoes, lettuce, jalapenos, and, of course, ground-up Mexicans. Send your hate mail to highlander1g at
1: gmail.com.
2: All right, now this one actually, uh, they actually sent it in as a haiku. So it's a haiku, and then I answer it in a haiku. Extreme Ironing. What did the creators smoke? Where can I get some? <laughs> I've seen that, too. That's some weird stuff. That is some weird stuff. All right, here's my answer. Extreme ironing is for douchebags. You should try extreme haikuing. <laughs> some of these are tough to write. When you, when you have only five syllables and seven and you're kind syllables, you've got to really use your... You're jogging. doing pretty well, though. Keep going. Dear Highlander, why is it necessary to nail down the lid of a coffin... Do you really want homes overrun by zombies? The answer is no. The answer is no. Okay. You you doubted my power? I'm just playing along. Go ahead. Dear dear Highlander, can you catch AIDS from licking a dog? (laughs) I laughed at that one, too. No AIDS from a dog. Everyone knows AIDS comes from Clay Aiken's Toilet.
1: That's Highlander1g at gmail.com.
2: Dear Highlander, if the Muslims took over Italy, would they blow up all the priceless religious art like the Sistine Uh, Chapel and stuff? Crap. No, that stuff is safe. They use a special spray called Raid Anti-Muslim. Dear Highlander, where can I buy a retarded monkey? (laughs) Dude, let me tell you, If someone was selling those, I'd want two of them. (laughs) Dear Highlander, Uh, when ants swarm over your jizz, does that mean it's too sugary and I'm diabetic? Well, (laughs) that was creepy. You're going to get kicked out of your family's picnic. Highlander, is it weird if I hear a whistling sound when I pee? I can't say for sure. Depends on what song you hear. One-eyed Willie sing. Uh, Dear Highlander, can a lightsaber cut through Superman? Ooh, good question. I thought about this, and what I came up with was, both of them aren't real. (laughs)
1: Speculation of speculation
2: Exactly Dear Highlander How would you call Batman if you needed him during the day? (laughs) Okay, good question Searchlights do not work Red telephones are just dumb I'd use his Twitter Dear Highlander Every ten seconds someone is having sex Does this include ninjas Or are they too quick and quiet? Of course, ninjas count. Ninjas put their katanas in girls' shurikens. Wow, that was that was a tough That's a stretch. That on. was a bit of a stretch. Dear Highlander, what happens when you microwave a smaller microwave? Why would you do that? Microwaving that you would divide by zero and end existence. Dear Highlander, what is your position on breast implants? Bonus points if you know where that come from. Big floppy boobies. No one is a fan of those. Anger management. That was from, was from
1: anger management?
2: Yeah, uh, where's your position at breast pants comes from. Oh, there you Anger know. management, so I get the bonus point on that one. Uh, congratulations. So, and one final haiku that I made just for you guys. I tell you fans this. In a world of dumb retards, you morons are king. Well, there you go, your majesties. Is that enough haiku for that's you? That's pretty that's
1: a lot of haiku. Although I have a couple here, we've got to get to the mailbag and okay. then we'll wrap it up this uh, wrap up the show here. Okay. Folks, send your questions to the quickening. You take you this is your
2: segment. You do. All right, all right. If you have a question for the quickening, ask any question at all. It does not need to be gaming related, as you obviously heard, it can be anything. Turn in your questions to Highlander1G at gmail.com. That's Highlander1g at gmail.com. Uh, normally I don't answer them in quickening quickening, it's the matter, I don't answer them in haikus if this is your first time listening to the quickening but uh, ask me your questions and if it's good enough, I will answer it alright, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen alright, we have to get to the mailbag, we
1: have to wrap this thing up because the OMFG people will shoot us so God help us we go over since we added an extra hour I'd hate to have to continue on in the VTW stream only there's a gun to the head, so let's get to the uh, hate mail the post office delivered your hate mail to the house again Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces.
0: You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces?
1: Speaking of haikus, here we go. This one sent to us by Mr. Gardner.
2: I I have no idea why you like this one so
1: much. Emperor is cool. Highlander is total fail. Mystic Mim is meh. Yeah, there you go. That's a win. The haiku thing continues. All right, let's see. What else we got? This was sent in actually about the last week's uh, This or That, the Joker, Nicholson versus Heath Ledger. Emperor. Listening to the archive of last week's show, I have to side with Emperor on the debate and call a BS flag at Highlander. He complained about Nicholson's Joker not wearing the suit or makeup all the time, but Ledger's Joker not only had a lot more costume changes, but in the cop's funeral scene, he was not wearing the Joker makeup so he could blend in with the crowd to make the assassination attempt.
2: Yes, yes, I knew someone would bring that up.
1: So the argument on his part has no merit. Fifteen yards for total BS and loss of down. Sorry to be harsh, Highlander.
2: Well, I would say that uh, no, obviously. Uh, I I found Nicholson's Joker to be much more cartoonish, whereas Ledger's Joker was much more grounded in realism. I could actually see grounded someone, in realism. I could actually see someone being that crazy, dressing up like that, and doing all that kind of crazy stuff. Or as opposed to Jack Nicholson, obviously that was a cartoon character. <sighs> Considering from start the to Joker
1: is supposed to be a cartoon character. Anyway, love the show, and I honestly think both the, quote, original Keaton Nicholson Batman films and the Dark Knight are great films, and I enjoy both Ledger and Nicholson and their take on the Joker character, but I have to like Nicholson a little better. Keep up the great work on the show. Beamed from my iPhone. This one from Canality. All right. What else we got in the mailbox here? That's a drop-in we don't need to use. This one from uh, Spyro. Dear Emperor... I am really looking forward to this Sunday and tonight's show. It feels as though the Esports Empire is coming back. Just like you said when it was the final episode of the show back in October of 2009. That's a reference to the Esports Empire, the uh, e-commentary show I was doing prior to bringing back the Emperor's Court. People need to be, get back into playing those sorts of games when StarCraft II comes out. So I will be listening to the show tonight from 6 p.m. Eastern. 11, well, I'm sorry, 11 p.m. his time. Which I'm okay because it's not good or bad for me. I will also be listening to the StarCraft 2 commentary for this Sunday with you and Kyle. Well, Kyle will be doing his, and then I'll be doing mine. But the problem is, there is another show on a different network, which I listen to every Sunday live at 1 a.m. my time, and he never updates his podcast feed. He is a lazy bastard. I think he's to put B word, but there you go. But this time, I don't care about his show. So I am going to listen to your show this Sunday night. So see you there, Emperor from Spyro. Well, I don't know what other show would air on Sunday night at that particular time, nor do I care because it's obviously irrelevant and probably, well, second string because I'm going on from 9 to 11 and I don't know of anybody on either network that's running from 9 to 11. Well, it's probably it's probably something else completely different,
2: probably not on either show,
1: which means there are probably some irrelevant bunch of talentless hacks, some bunch of organ donors. I don't care about it. All right, we have three minutes. Can we get through the post game in that amount of time? We're going to find out. We're going to find out. What did we learn today, Emperor? Okay,
2: well, we learned that you're a capitalistic pig, and to the grave, so am I. Actually, what's well, happened? Uh, we learned that uh, Australia is banning mature games, and hopefully that'll change pretty soon. I'm
1: learning, well, I have learned tonight that uh, Fry doesn't have a Starcraft beta key, and he burned himself
2: trying to make toast. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I learned I'm actually pretty good at this whole haiku writing thing. I had to come up with a lot of them. At the last
1: I was very impressed. It was very well done. Uh, I learned that well, hang on, I actually had a couple things I was just thinking of. Uh, I know now I
2: have to think of them all. Um, what did I learn? Well, I learned that if we bump this thing, it makes a lot of static. Yeah, I aware I, of. I, yeah, it's we're gonna have decorating. to we're gonna have to fix that for the next show. Which just so horrible because we're having a really good discussion at the time, and apparently nobody heard it. Or at least that was distracting if nothing else. So uh, I learned that even
1: with an extra hour of show, we still have to cram it in. We don't have enough time.
2: No, we, we still had other topics we could get to that we didn't even get to, which is crazy. Unbelievable. I, I've talked to other show hosts
1: from other, other shows on both networks and a couple other uh, websites. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, this is a problem that most people do not have. Really? We're kind of accepting the rule. I don't know why. They
2: run out of things to talk about. Yes, or they have a hard time finding things to talk about. Are you serious? I I, I am dead serious. It's called Google, people. Look it up. It's not that difficult to find news about what's going on with video games. And
1: I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm hedging my bets here. I'm not trying to criticize other shows, but what I'm told by a lot of people is they don't bother to put a whole lot of time into pre-production or into. well, then it's... it's what's the it's, what, what I'm trying to think of I don't know, but
2: I would call it garbage in, garbage out. So, there's not a or show prep? Or show prep? Okay, there you Show prep.
1: So, and, and Dablin has a good point, and you have a good staff, which is true. Highlanders send a bunch of topics. Dablin and Mechahawk always send me in topics. So, uh, again, a big thank you to Dablin and Mechahawk. Uh, you know, they they do go out of their way to send stuff in. And occasionally, some of the other ones you guys send stuff to. Uh, so, uh, legal tender in them. Uh, we always have topics we discuss at lunch. So... Uh, it's a unique position, but even so, I find it interesting that other people run out of uh, topics to discuss, whether it's segments or actual anything. It's to actually nine o'clock. We got to wrap it up. Wrap. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you to Mechhawk Hawk and thank you to Davlin, both of our show contributors here for the Emperor's Court here on Original Media for Gamers and Versal World Productions. Let's see. This is a copyrighted transmission rebroadcast, which is not authorized without written consent of myself, which you're not going to get, so don't ask. Having said that. Add me, for those of you who have StarCraft Beta, it is TheEmperor.OMFGVTW. They don't let me use numbers, or I would have been a 1G, so I don't know why. So add me, again, that's StarCraft Beta, if you have it, like Pride doesn't. Add me, it is M- TheEmperor.OMFGVTW. Also, Sunday night, don't forget, here at OMFG.FM, I'll be broadcasting from 9 to 11, uh, we're going to be live with. StarCraft 2 video stream commentary. You'll be able to pick up the stream at the, at the website, but the show will actually go from 6 to midnight. I believe Kyle's going on from 6 to, uh, 6 to 9. I'm taking from 9 to 11. I don't know who's going on afterwards. Don't forget Saturday, tomorrow we got Pug on the air here at Chi. on Sunday. Both Casually Hardcore and Octail and Hordak versus the World on VTW. Make sure you tune into to all of our great shows on both networks. There's a ton of talent and a ton of entertainment out there. Make sure you're getting it. You can always send an email to me at emperor1g at cox.net, c-o-x.net. If you have a question for the quickening or you want to contact the Highlander, not hard, highlander1g at gmail.com. That's it. Also, Facebook, real quick. you got to upload the Facebook. Add us to your Facebook. It's Emperor's Court, E-M-P-E-R-O-R-S, space C-O-U-R-T, and... Follow us on Twitter at Emperor's Court. It's all one word which we're actually using a, a pretty uh, a regular base at least uh, once or twice every other day. So mm-hmm. we're going to start ramping that up and more people have got listening. So that is it, folks. As always, please go to our websites. We need to hear from you. The home of the Guard, Clan the Guard, Clan 1G.net, our personal home. Go Guard. And you can also hop on to ONG.fm and Productions.com. Both of them have Emperor's Court forums. Both of them we monitor and keep track of. Something you want to say, something you like, something you hate, suggestion, uh, anything. Send us an email, post on any one of those three sites, and I think that pretty much wraps it up against everything. So, bad manners are better than no manners at all.
2: Stay classy, Internet.
1: So long, everybody.